0: XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opian Anthony channel. The Ron and Fez show starts right now.
1: What happened? What happened? Are you alright?
2: Yeah. No. Uh, well, no, who, did, who did what? This guy! Well, there's a the street for me that I've known all my life. What are you.
3: He started to touch me, he started to grab me, I told him to stop, he didn't stop, I hit him back, and then he got really angry, he pushed me out of the car.
1: I was born down by
4: the river, where the dirty water flows, and the cold wind cut through me, it cut right through my clothes, and the end, Headache, like fever in my veins, set the fire burning.
0: And she came down from Knight's Town with her hands hard from the line. When the first time I laid eyes on her, I knew that she'd be mine. Her father was a lawman man
4: who swore it should be dead. Does he know I... She did not turn away I threw out all my money And together we did a vow To beat that very easy And to get away
5: Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. It's the Ron Fez show. Big, big show planned today. A major, major Republican uh, debate last night in Tampa, where the people were told, you can't laugh, you can't applaud, you can just sit and watch Newt Gingrich pissed. Because he's a guy that needs to work the audience. Newt builds upon the laughter. That's what he goes for. And those people last night were told by Brian Williams, shut your southern pie holes. We don't want to hear you. Because of that, apparently Romney fucking wiped the floor with him. And he's pissed about it. We'll get into that a little later on in the show. Uh, Oscar nominations went out this morning. And... There are some shockers. Uh, And I can't even fucking believe it. Green Hornet, best picture. It didn't even fucking come out this year. What are they thinking? Share the right list. Yeah. Uh, Paulie Shore, best actor. Crazy. The Weasel. No, there's no weasel in the juice. This is, (laughs) seriously, this is the 90s, folks. We don't fuck around anymore. There's no wheeze in the juice. Uh, Somebody who lives and dies for the uh, Academy Awards. Uh, This is his passion. And he brings his passion, whether you agree with it or not, is Paulo. And I'm not surprised to see him as first caller today. I'm sure Paulo set his alarm. He was sitting up. He was ready to go. His life is a movie.
3: From the
6: legendary Rana Fez Studios in a predominantly white neighborhood,
5: Rana Fez presents Showtime with the poor Lowe. Well, Paul Lowe. it's time for the Gig skin Awards. The movie? Oh,
2: yeah. Absolutely lots of shockers, no problem. There.
5: And why so many shockers this morning, Paul?
2: Well, here's the shocker that actually shocks me the most. There's only two songs nominated this year.
5: There's only two songs nominated, and one of them was the National Anthem by Steve Perry, which is insane. Um, by the way, you can uh, comment along with us on the Oscar nominations are in block up on the Um Check that out on the iBang, the iBang.com. Paula, why only two songs? Uh
2: there's, there's been changes in the rules, changes in the voting. This is the main reason that that was is to get the best picture, you know, where it used to be five, now it can be ten or less. And so this year it's nine, and, and because there's all kinds of crazy rules, and I think part of that affects the best song is you have to have so many votes for any particular thing to, to make it into the, and so that's what happened. Nothing got any votes except the Muppets.
5: Now, uh,. I don't think anybody knows these songs. Would, uh, the Muppets were nominated for It's Not Easy Being Green and Rainbow Connection. Well, both of those belong there. No,
2: that's not. But, I mean, it, 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 it is confusing to me, especially after Madonna, you know, just ruled the Golden Globe.
5: Um, yeah, she should have got a nomination. You get Madonna to show up, even if she um, doesn't. I made
2: a fool of herself, but anyway... I mean, and and there were a lot of surprises in the in the acting categories and everything else. Uh, you know, Bridesmaids, you know, that's the other thing, the help and Bridesmaids, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, these films should get loved, and, and it, it's true that Bridesmaids is, is a funny film, and it's good to see a comedy on it, but it didn't make the Best Picture category.
5: Now, by Best Picture, do you mean the stuff that you put liquid into and import?
2: You know, my pups. Aunt Joan, who was a nun, used to give me this every single time. Now, and that's,
5: what, that's who you lost your virginity to?
2: No, it's, but uh, she, she said, it's a pitcher. What is a pitcher? And I, I would say, it's, uh, it's something you hang on the wall. And she said, no, it's something you pour water from.
5: Okay. Anyway. Now, is she still alive, Paul?
2: No, she is dead.
5: Do you have any family still alive?
2: No, no, I do have one aunt who's not a, a blood relative.
5: Now, well, that's not an aunt. That's just a that's just a woman. And okay. Paul, I'm going to ask you, and you don't have to answer. Yes. Did you kill them? No, no, I didn't. Paul, I'll just say it one more time. Yes. I always find, and maybe it's the Catholic background, but I think that when you confess, it frees the soul. I understand. Paul, did you I kill your no family? I
2: have memory of any of this. And, uh, you know, I just have no family. I'm very alone in that respect.
5: Well, let's uh, get on to the major awards here, Paulo. Are you shocked, as I have friends of mine, um, that Best Supporting Actor, uh, Albert Brooks, didn't make the list?
2: Yeah, I'm upset about it. I mean, I'm not necessarily shocked because he didn't get some of the key awards, like I think a SAG or, or whatever it was. And so that kind of is an indicator that he wasn't going to get this nomination. But uh, I am upset about it.
5: Um,
2: But then again, uh, Nick Nolte is very happy.
5: Yeah, that was uh, very surprising. And I think he got that just for being able to drink and drive. A lot of people drink. A lot of people drive. But to drink and drive brings along a certain kind of performer. I can do it.
2: Well, Warrior was a very good film. It was an entertaining film, and it, it it was it was it was a very strong movie. And his performance was kind. Of, I mean, actually, Tom Hardy and the the Australian guy were both good too. I mean, everybody was good in that movie. And so it was nice to get the recognition. It's just too bad for Albert Brooks. And, and but, but for that matter, extremely close and uh, incredibly loud. You know, Max von got a nomination as well. So he, he probably kicked out Michael Fassbender or somebody. You know
5: uh yeah a lot of people upset about uh michael fassbender mm-hmm. um you love shame
2: i, I love shame i and i love actually all his performances year. is obviously the desperate a desperate method method got no nominations really and and you know i would have loved to have seen that but you know what am i gonna do the descendants did well of course and, and Brad, Pitt, You
5: love Descendants.
2: I do love that movie, and I think it's clearly my favorite movie of the year. But Brad Pitt's very happy to hear both of his movies were nominated, The Money, The Tree of Life, and The Money Ball.
5: Did you like both of those?
2: Yes, I did. Both of those were in my top ten, and they're great films. And, and he's very passionate about these films, so he's just thrilled. Jonah Hill got a nomination, he got a Best Actor nomination, scripts, directing, all around it. You know, it's good for, uh, for Brad Pitt.
5: All right, I'm going to read some of the comments already over on the iBang. It's uh, total dog shit. Clap, (laughs) clap, 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 clap. Uh, I hope Fez posts along with it. He's the only reason to watch. I'm sure he will. I'm sure Fez will be posting along. Uh, And then Gap didn't get best pitcher. Shocking. That's up on the iBang. Um... Uh eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Here's a here's what I was thinking looking this over. I think some of the people that got nominated to like Golden Globes and Critics Awards and then didn't get picked, they're like, Well, why keep nominating them? Let's bring in some fresh faces. That's how you get a Jonah Hill pushing Albert Brooks on his face. And Albert must be destroyed today. Because really he went around doing the Hollywood reporter and all those kind of things. And you do that shit like you're part of the round table, but they pick everybody from the round table
2: but you. Lots of people didn't get love this year. No Leonardo DiCaprio, no I, Ryan Gosling.
5: Yes, this is really kind of surprising. Now, this is almost like if there was a roundtable. And I after the roundtable, I went like this. The Producers of the Year's nominations... Mark Zito. Oh, God. thank you, everybody. Thank you for being a part of that. Oh, How really, would you really seriously? Nominated. This is what I, I don't get. I throw something
7: through the fucking. I would break this down. But
5: would you let the people know who nominate? <laughs> would you go to? Do you think Albert Brooks <laughs> should be going to them? Going? You gotta fucking be kidding me. I should. Fuck yeah. Because the guy was great in fucking Drive, and there was nothing but fucking awesome buzz
7: from since the fucking movie before the movie came out. Yeah, what fucking take a it to him.
2: More? Absolutely. I agree, 100%.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Paulo. I wasn't all that crazy about him. and then I mean, I think, if anything, he gets pushed out of the way for his comedies. The fact that he stabs somebody in the eye with a fork. Uh, is that why you get the award? And in the chest with that knife. He did it
7: believably, though.
2: Um, and, and, and Martin Scorsese's got to be happy. Because, you know, let's face it, Hugo has not been killing him at the box office. So gets 12, I
5: still haven't seen it.
2: Twelve nominations. That's I mean, eleven nominations. The most nominations of any of the films. So, I mean, it's, it's, he's getting more and more respect as his films are getting worse. But, you know, that's...
5: Uh, Zitzer, uh, have you seen the Hugo? Because I know you like... 3D, right? I, I do enjoy... Oh, you like rom-com, is yeah. what you like most of all.
6: Yeah, that's that's why I didn't see Hugo. I don't think the main character, you know, tries to get a girl, doesn't, and then
5: does at the end. Um, Maybe does, though. All right, let's see some of these things. This is complete horse shit. Everyone knows that Cliff Lee is the best picture. I think Paul O. has confused people by saying picture over and over. Um, diarrhea, diarrhea in the sink is an Oscar-worthy performance. Um... Let's move over to that, because Melissa McCarthy, playing the part of Lady Trucker and Bridesmaids, got nominated. You don't normally get nominated for a comedy, particularly one that you shit in the sink. Paulo, how big of a shock is this? It's
2: not a shock, because a lot of people have been talking that this would be something they want to see. Melissa McCarthy, and I didn't get it, personally. I'm not... I think Bridesmaid is is a great comedy it's a big box office hit and it's great to see comedic performances honored but I would have rather have seen you know the Kristen Wiig nominated
5: but she at least she got Well it she she's, she's not going to get a best actress so you would give it to a supporter but she stole the movie now I didn't go out I didn't know who this girl was because I don't watch her TV show. So when I saw her on there, I'm like, hey, this chick's being John Candy. This is the funniest thing in the movie. So I don't have a big, big problem with it. Um, She'll win this. She will take this Oscar home. How much money what are you putting down on it? Because I'm taking fucking cash right now. Because you, I, how much money? I put a hundred on it. Come on, put, put, bet some real money. I'll put five hundred on Come it. Come on, bet some real money. 2000 grand. Two grand. How much? Two grand. Seriously. Two grand. Come on, Fez. You gotta really <laughs> fucking bet on this. Ten thousand dollars. This is her Whoa. fucking win. This is her win. Uh you haven't seen the help. There is a large black woman there. Who's crying and going on, and, and if they don't give her the award?
6: Ouch. Ron, she's shit in the sink, though. But I they, don't traditional, think you they
5: traditionally
3: make this a funner award, like Jack Palance or Heath Ledger's The Joker.
5: Heath Ledger's The Joker was fucking amazing. It yeah, was really good. There was nothing silly about that. But it's he not was, traditional. Well, I don't know what you even mean by traditional, but the the fact of the matter is. Uh, Heath Ledger was fucking fantastic in that. This, this girl getting a nomination in a comedy, is like pretty fucking cool. Now in the Help, uh, and you know what? Fez is actually might not be that far off. You got two helps. Oh, the girl and the artist would win too. Paula, she fucking won. She stole the movie. All right, well,
2: here's the thing: Octavia Spencer in the Help made a shit pie. That was her big moment, actually. In why the- would you
5: give that away for the people who uh, haven't watched it on demand yet?
2: Damn! If they shit. haven't seen that fucking movie by now, they can go.
5: To- I haven't. Why are you going to work blue?
2: I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, you got one woman shitting in the sink and the other woman making a shit pie. It's just that there is a correlation. There's kind of a tie in there. So but I'm when gonna- she
5: did that thing of, I'm leaving my husbands. You know what I mean? That's the kind of shit that wins.
2: Right. Well, shit's going to win one way or the other, apparently. And that's, you know, to a way it does demean the Oscars. Uh, just saying.
5: All right, that- let me, um let's go over and look at some of this stuff that we've got shown up. Funner isn't a word, Todd. Did anyone say funner? Um, uh, Oscar has no love for monkey movies. <laughs> I'm not watching movies again until Gap gets nominated. I can't wait to see Billy Crystal's song and dancer. Uh, dances. It always makes me lol. I haven't seen these movies. How so you got to get out more? I'm going. If Tree of Life wins best pick, I'm going to empty my money balls on the Academy. Uh, I guess Red State was made in 2010. Okay. Uh, it's good to see Rooney Mara up there, but. No nod for Fencher and nothing for Drive. Could you imagine the season that the Mares will be having if the Giants and Rooney Mara wins this thing?
7: <laughs> Their fucking heads will explode. It'd be a fucking.
5: It may be the reason to give it to her. And then maybe she could take Eli with her. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Um, Todd in Detroit, you're on the Fez. Hey,
8: Ronnie, have you heard anything about Keith Lesnar making a comeback?
5: You know what? You know as well as anyone that Heath Ledger was killed by the Olsen Twins. Yep, uh, hot shot. Which was a murder suicide, where the suicide didn't bother. So it really, I would broke the contract. Yeah, it is, <laughs> but really, now that I've had a chance to think about it, how weird I am, I weirded out by you dying. Yeah. I don't want to. I just, yeah, no thanks. Uh, Polo. The other thing, I don't know whether or not you know this uh that people are bringing up today is that Tintin did not get animated feature right uh, now is that a cartoon tintin it's
2: it's uh, capture um, it's capture motion which technically is people uh, with little dots on their bodies uh you know being captured by a uh, computer uh, so it's computer animation i mean this... You know, it's animation. This is the new age. It's
5: the but new why world. why not nominate it then and give it to fucking Panda 2 or whatever these things are? I, I mean, a 2 shouldn't be nominated there's for shit. Multiple cats and just fucking animals all over this fucking place. People list. love the cats. You can't get around that. True. Here's Charlie and Jersey. Whoops, well, so let me try again. Charlie and Jersey.
8: Ronnie, how would Fez know anything about Melissa McCarthy's portrayal uh, if he doesn't watch movies anymore?
5: Fez goes to movies. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it. And he thinks that he just can yell out $10,000 off the top of his head, and everybody's going to think that that's okay. And Hicks was bumping him along, bumping him along. How many dinners do you owe, Ofez? I think I owe eight. I want to do eight nights of greatness, where we hit the eight best restaurants in New York in a row. Uh, money is no object. We go to Per maybe we go to Per se eight fucking nights in Holy a row. shit <laughs> You know, just enjoy ourselves. Wait, I want to try the seasons restaurant once. What's that
6: called?
7: Why fuck how old are you? Ninety? I don't know, it seemed like Do a n- cool concept. Do I need a jacket again to per se or can I just come, you know, as as like I'm dressed. Brother, right
5: you can now. go anywhere you want, right, okay? Good. I heard that place is pretty fancy. You're fucking pretty fancy. Thanks. Okay? Thank you. Who wouldn't want you there? I'm gonna fucking You pull. look like you just got off a Viking fucking ship. And actually, one that was on fire. <laughs> and then people yelled out, I guess he was alive. But they say that in their Nordic language. I was tired. Um, I don't know, Polo. I don't know. Yeah. This may not be the best Oscars we've ever had. Well,
2: here's a problem. First of all, remember a few years ago, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King won no. all the Oscars. No. Big movie. This year, the final Harry Potter movie gets a few dinky little nominations. It's the third biggest movie of all time. And so you know, it just totally ignored the whole Harry Potter like it never existed. Well, that's not. We just go
5: to
3: Parry Potter. <laughs> Sorry. Creepy. That's the porn version.
2: Um, and <laughs> this, is, Bing! this is well, it is a, it, it does speak to the box office potential because the few things with big box office that were nominated, Bridesmaid and the Help, for example, uh, and the gar- girl with the g- garden uh, with the dragon.
5: Tattoo. No, the girl with the garden.
2: <laughs> that's right.
5: I have a they garden were- tattoo. <laughs> were- that's her bush, <laughs> goddammit. Oh, shave it. Why? 70s is the shit out.
7: <laughs> we did see bush.
2: Um, and I'm just saying that uh, those were the highest, not, uh, the highest box office of the year. A lot of these films do not have... I mean, the artist is, is kind of pinned as the one that's going to win, and yet it's made nothing so far. And it's understandable it's not going to make anything, because it's a black-and-white, silent film with French actors.
7: It's impossible to make money in a box office with that.
5: I, lo- I liked it. I want I to did. see
7: it. I want to see it, but just everyone else is not going to want to see a fucking si- black and fucking white silent film. Why not? I, I don't think understand that. I think people will be freaked out by it. A silent Wait, film, I think it would on. freak them you out. You don't think
5: it's different to have boxing robots with fucking humans watching? <laughs> that's fucking... I mean, that's seriously. Enorm. That's the norm. That's the But why are people willing to take a chance on one thing... And not another.
7: I think because and whatever in 2012, a, a fighting robot's more familiar to them than a silent film. I think if they see a silent film, they're they're weirded out. They think it's that's old. We don't want. I don't want to deal with
5: that. But I if you watched sound. it, uh, it's not like watching an old grainy 1920 fucking one film. I want to see it. You're a little late, bro. <laughs> no. You could have seen it at the Paris. You know, you could have saw wait. it in a nice big theater. I'm waiting for the online version. Yeah, you're not going to be able to pick it up there. You're not going to be able to get the same experience that you have in the theater there. Uh, But this is all big for Harvey, huh, Paulo?
2: Oh, Harvey killed at the Golden Globes. He's going to kill again. Because Harvey, he's got people by the balls out there in that. that,
5: What does he got on people?
2: (laughs) I don't know. It's, It's amazing. He had it with Miramax. Now Miramax is nothing without him.
5: No, it's dog shit. It's a name.
2: Yeah, it's completely nothing now. It's the Weinstein Brothers. Forget it. It's, it's amazing.
5: Now, my favorite film, is, your favorite film of the year was The Descendants. Right. So you're very happy. Right. Um, my favorite film was Coriolanus. And because I think Harvey had the artist, that's what he was really, you know, that's well, where yeah, his heart he really loved. He
2: definitely is happy about the artist.
5: Anyway, let's go over to the director. Any way a Terrence uh, Malick fucking sneaks in here?
2: Well, it's, it's not traditional for things to break up. Tree of Life and Terrence Malick double win is, is pretty much a, a, a long shot by, by, all, by any.
5: But do you think they would give it to Terrence Malick and then throw the artist or the descendants?
2: I think considering that to a certain degree um, the Academy probably is not behind Terrence Malick as a whole. They hate him. I, I think yeah. I think yeah. I don't think he would get a general across the board uh, win. No.
5: Um, I, the best actor, I think, uh, Gary Oldman, kind of su- surprising in there, right?
2: That's a big surprise, but you know, but it's well deserved because his performance is amazing. I mean, it's completely different than his. It's the opposite of what he normally does, which is completely internal.
5: So he normally what he normally does is completely internal.
2: No, I think normally he would do. You know, he does a lot of big. Broad performances, you know, over the top.
5: I, I'm thinking about doing an internal radio show where I think things but don't necessarily say them.
2: And and I, I think it would be groundbreaking. I think it would be interesting. Hmm. And it definitely worked for Gary Oldman in this particular case.
5: That's I mean. working for Fez overall. Even <laughs> yeah. though today, I think the sniper's on his perch. Just
2: laying it up. Uh, Woody Allen's another guy who's happy. You know, he got.
5: Um, I don't think Woody Allen has any idea that he's nominated.
2: <laughs> That's true. It's possible. He <laughs> could be playing his, uh, the clarinet somewhere. Um, the fact is he got Best Picture. Best,
5: best Picture?
2: Uh, best Picture as script and uh, direction. So those are nice big categories.
5: You him. said categories, Paula. What do you mean by I that?
2: I did not say categories. I said Picture, but I didn't say <laughs> Uh
5: Overall, are you happy or sad?
2: I'm happy about a lot of things, but I am sad uh, for Albert Brooks. I wish I could give him
5: a call. Uh, Ali in Chicago wants to know why the interrupters not nominated for a doc. I agree with that 100%. I've only seen one of the docs that came, that, uh, we have on the list. We had the, the men that's the Memphis three. Uh, but for me, um, There were so many great docs that were left off this year.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's just a ton of great documentaries all the time. So it it does become a difficult process to choose them. And and actually, it it winds up being a small group of people that winds up choosing them eventually. Because you you sort of have to see a a very large amount of them to even be allowed to vote.
5: Uh, Let's see some of this stuff. Unlike Fez, I haven't seen any of these movies. I might start having to put my dick in boots if there's puss in there. <laughs> um, how does Fez know that she's shitting the sink in Bridesmaids if he hasn't seen any movies? Liar. Um, how can Fez make a bet like that if he hasn't seen a movie? What a shocker. Fez talked about Batman. Uh, melancholia not being on the list is anywhere as revolting. That was your favorite movie of the year, Hicks. Oh,
7: I loved it. I like Lars von but I think the Nazi comments probably fucked him when he made those these crazy fucking statements that uh, I believe it was Cannes. Yeah, uh, a lot of
2: Jews have a problem overlooking stuff like that.
7: Yeah.
5: Oh, so you think that's the big problem? that, it's, oh, uh, that i uh you
2: know. I mean, seriously, <laughs> if that's what you're saying, I'll get the press release out there.
5: <laughs> <Okay>. Jews uh, <laughs> I, knocking down him for for this award. Uh, the movie was very weird, and I still don't understand the first half. It was
7: a weird setup as to why she was sad, I
5: guess. Yes, yeah, something went on. <laughs> <laughs> something happened in the first... But I a will I'll, but I will give you this. I watched it happily, and I'm like, well, I'm sure I'll figure all this out later, but I never did. <laughs> um, Midnight in Paris, is this the Paris Hilton sequel? Um
2: you see that's the problem a lot of people don't get out to the movies they only you know they only watch them on videos i mean a
5: lot of people see go out they'll see the shitty movies and they'll take their kids to see the cartoons right um i feel like michael parks from red state was completely overlooked by every year and uh they say rewards um but i did like uh michael parks in that movie yeah he was
2: The thing is, okay, Scorsese gets eleven nominations, and the film really, for a children's film, for a children that's really honestly a children's film, you know, they're the ones that make the big money, and yet this film did not do that, and it's understandable because it's kind of got mixed messages going on throughout the whole film, but still, it's it's still a good thing for Scorsese uh, to get that many nominations because it is a technically amazing film. And I
5: gotta say, is it still playing in the city? Find out where it is, six. Um, let's see. Um, uh, best picture should go to Pepper sucking Zito's cock. I've never what? sucked that cock. That might be what we other. do as a Super Bowl bet. No. Uh, Fez should get an Oscar for acting like he gives a fuck anymore. How does Paulo have any credibility after he says Gap was a complete movie? I- <laughs> this says Mitt Romney will take Fez's bet.
2: Yeah, Mitt Romney's doing. It. He finally released his taxes, so that's good for him. I'm glad he's.
5: he's did you go, to Sam, last night in Tampa?
2: No, I did not. I, I mean, I, I'm not interested in this in this complete disgrace of a. Of well, race. you show
5: up and say that, throw a glitter bomb, tie a bell around your dick, and fucking seriously, occupy Paulo.
2: Honestly, Ron Paul is the most... It's kind of silly that Ron Paul is the most credible candidate, but, I mean, that's the case. That's fine. Uh, we
5: will get to his son, Rand Paul, for being detained yesterday for trying to hijack an airliner.
2: Jesus. I mean, this is a man who showed up in Bruno, the movie. I mean, and, you know, he's still a credible candidate. Yeah,
5: but he didn't know he was in Bruno, the movie. I know. You can't really... Uh, Paulo, did you see these documentaries? Did you see Helen back? Well, first of all,
2: it should be noted that uh, Wim Wenders did get a nomination for Pina, which is, yeah, he puts out so many documentaries that they really could give him all five nominations. Well, what
5: was Pina about?
2: Pina was uh, about a uh, dance choreographer, and it's in t- typical Wim Wenders uh, Was this in 3-D? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I,
5: maybe. I, I thought somebody put out a 3-D dance. I'm yeah, pretty sure that was the 3-D one. Um
2: yeah, I think it is, yeah, now that you mentioned Hell and back,
5: they actually go to hell. And they come back, but not all of them. Oh. And let me just tell you this even if you're a man, there's gonna be some tears when the dog burns. Oh, oh. no. Fuck, you know what? I shouldn't have even said that. The dog might not burn. Oh. oh. Maybe he'll come back and have puppies. Oh fuck, I with another so. dog that he rubs noses with. And they'll be happy and nothing bad will ever happen to them. Not in hell where he's staying. Man. Oh Jesus. What?
2: And as you know, this a sequel has been uh, nominated.
7: Paradise,
2: uh, Paradise Lost Three, Purgatory, is nominated and is probably a potential winner. And and it it's behind the the story which has been told over the years about these guys who finally got released from prison. You know, uh, but you
5: know what I found out, Paulo, is that they did kill those kids. <laughs> that they were completely wrong. which I felt bad about.
2: <laughs> I mean, even. Peter Jackson has been mobilizing for, for years behind these
7: guys. Peter right. Jennings? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson right. could have fucking broken him out of the prison with all the fucking money
5: he has. I'm going to read some more of this stuff up on the iBang. If Jonah Hill loses, Pepper Hicks will suck your dick. I will not suck anyone's cock. Uh, descendants for best pitcher. Clooney could use a pretty good ERA. Didn't biffles get made last year? <laughs> the, two, the story of two radio producers gay for each other. What the fuck? What about Fitty Fitty for Best Picture? Uh, I did not see the fitty fitty. I don't like to watch Cancer Boy stories. No. They're just okay, sad mixed,
2: to me. A mixed message movie for me. You know, it kind of worked a little as a drama, a little bit as a comedy, but not really for me. But I mean that yeah, it's it's still a nice effort and it's nice it's nice to see Jonah Hill get nominated. You can't expect Seth Rogen to get nominated too.
5: I would have uh I'm now calling him Jonah. King of the Hill. I thought he was good in this movie too.
2: He absolutely was. He was, you know, it's a fantastic movie, and he was an integral part of it. Of all right,
5: Paul. A lot of people are, are writing that you said that the Jews run Hollywood. <laughs>
2: I didn't say that. I just said some Jews were probably upset about the Nazi comments. I can understand that. It's a completely understandable. Problem. Uh, of course, Tom Hanks is happy that his film got any recognition at all. And I'm not talking about...
5: (laughs) I did not want to see that fucking 9-11 grief porn movie. No. I know what it really felt like, so I don't need to see sweet people acting like uh, this is all going to work out. journey for their father's love.
2: Probably just, not a sad movie, just incredibly depressing. I mean, I didn't cry. I just wanted to die after watching that movie. It's just uh, an excruciating experience.
5: Well, they put that on the poster.
2: <laughs> yeah,
5: exactly. Um let's go over here to Kent uh Kent you're on fez Hey
0: boys, what's up? Yeah. All right, um Polo, what did you think of the movie Buck? Did you see it as a documentary? The, the yeah. movie they based uh the Horse whisper off of. They want Yeah, all- it.
2: That's out on video now and and of course it's a great they, that's the great thing though. is There are so many great documentaries.
5: There are. Now Polo, why is it called Fuck? Why? Why is it called fuck?
0: No, buck, buck.
5: That's oh, a buck! Word. My guys wrote up fuck for me, and I'm like, what? I yeah. thought it was the story of Pepper Hicks's vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> they just released they it. The Zito laughed in your fucking face. he Zito's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> what? Thought you guys were best pals? Oh no! Why would you blow each other? We've
7: never blown each other. We had to check my notes. You might enjoy it. No. no. Oh, shit, no, son. Oh, I
5: would not enjoy sucking cocks. You make it sound like only awful people do that. Sometimes. Okay. All the time. Um, stop it. Women are awful? Exactly. No. Um. JD, in Atlanta, you're on a Yes,
1: I was wondering if anyone might know if Senna, because it was originally released in 2010, and it wasn't eligible.
5: I think Senna or Nim would have been my favorite doc, and I'd probably have to pick Senna over that. What happened, Paulo? Uh,
2: uh, you know, again, this comes to just being there's so, uh, such an abundance, and the people choosing it have the control, and it's not a widespread category. Uh, well,
5: what's undefeated about? I don't even know this one.
2: Uh, actually, I didn't see that one. So was
5: it the Jack Dempsey story? No, Rocky Marciano story. Undefeated.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't have that. Uh,
5: How come uh, Invincible didn't make it? <laughs> the story of a guy who tried out for the Eagles. Seriously, is there any reason? Is that just a Philly prejudiced? He was a real-life Rocky. He will not stop nine eleven. Paul, you gone?
2: No, I am here. I mean, hmm. I just, I, again, the documentary, I mean, right now I'm the most excited about the Carol Channing documentary that just came out. That's what I really Did want.
5: that get nominated?
2: No, it's probably next year.
5: <laughs> you know what's weird about this? You've got to see this Carol Channing documentary because, um, uh, No, I can't think of the kid's name. I had a really funny joke. It was like Tatum Channing. Is that his name? Yeah, Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yeah, and I thought, then I went, no, wait, no man's name could be that. And I fucking panicked. (laughs) I was going to say he was playing Carol Channing. We'd all have a big laugh, and everybody would be fucking high-fiving. You know, make fucking line of the day or whatever that's called. Ronnie B quotes, quotes. and everybody would be like, oh, fuck, I heard that, too. Oh, uh, shit, son. Damn, Twitter. Fuck, Fuck, this is the best kept secret on fucking radio. Hashtag motherfucker. They never hashtag for me. I wish they would.
2: Another movie that made it is War Horse, which is Steven Spielberg gets six nominations. So you know
5: what? I'll go when it's called Peace Horse, when it's about a horse that's just nice.
2: And, and I mean, frankly, both of the Spielberg movies that came out at the end of the year, to me, had no relevance whatsoever. They were like exercises for him to just play. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get particularly emotionally involved with it. I think they were all well made, but ten to. Tintin was huge overseas, so apparently the French and a lot of other people. Now, if
5: they are going to nominate War Horse, right? Why wouldn't they nominate War Child from Port Break? How did that not get Don't ever pull away from the mic when you're enjoying yourself, Pepper. Just for. Oh, God, he's choking. I'm going to lose him.
7: I'm all right. Drink some water.
5: You caused your own disease, and that's why we can't feel sorry for you. I don't. I don't need anyone
7: to feel sorry for
5: me. I fucking love smoking. Oh, okay. <laughs>
6: Um, when Pepper laughs I don't know if he's sick Or something's hysterical
5: It's the same thing If Pepper laughs Like it's Like he's going To the OK Corral To keep an eye On his buddies
6: <laughs> Are you coughing Or did somebody Tell a great He's deal? a longer He's a
7: fucking longer
5: Pepper's just gonna Start spitting blood Very comfortably Into a napkin To a fine silk napkin
7: they will be next To my fucking spittoon
5: <laughs> No I'm fine This is normal Don't worry about it it's Paulo just, how, how did The Bill Cunningham movie Not get nominated I don't know. It's a,
2: again. It's a nice documentary about dance.
5: But it's about I'm a guy a that played for the nineteen for the seventy Sixers, <laughs> uh, all time greatest fucking team, nineteen sixty seven, and then went on to take pictures of girls in dresses. <laughs> okay,
4: I think that's the wrong person, but I
5: could be wrong. No. Um, here's uh, Tony in Canada.
1: Hey guys. Hey, uh, Paulo. I want to ask you: uh,
8: How come you haven't mentioned Rango yet? That's clearly thats the best animated movie of the year, dude.
2: Okay. I mean, it's an—it's an interesting, odd kind of an animation. You know, big star, big—you know, big box office. But there were a lot of uh, animated films ignored for rather completely. Why do
5: um, you keep saying rather? You've done it three times now. Fancy.
2: <laughs> well, there were there were some odd choices. With Who would
5: you, that? you give it out to? I give the word a great poupon. Um, I, I can't watch a cartoon as a man. That fucking Rango was on TV at my house one night. I don't know whether they bought it or it's on HBO. And I like, I gave it a couple minutes. I'm like, I can't fucking sit and look at this. It looked like uh, Hunter S. Thompson as a lizard. Um, Let's go over and read with some of the comments on Polo hates Spielberg and called him a dirty Jew. Oh, my God. <laughs> not call him a dirty Jew. George Clooney yeah. is king of the Jews. Right on, Polo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, will you hear from G-Baby? I'd really like to know how Bridesmaids got robbed and that robot boxing movie was the best movie ever made. We haven't heard from G-Baby in a while. He came in and did the show, mm-hmm. and then I guess we said something that uh, hurt his feelings. Oh, uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, some people do not have thick skin. you know, And, and it does take a thick skin to be in this world.
5: And you know, um, we all the- have... This says, uh, Oscar doesn't have shit on Ronnie B. Where's your awards list of best documentaries? Maybe we'll do it if we pick the awards show this year. Nice. Get together some of our gang. Because um, I know we put up our favorite documentary list, the, tw- the 2011 documentary list. But what are you going to do when some of these uh, don't even get nominated? Uh, welcome to Polo's Anti-Semitic uh, Review. And then Dax just simply says, "Hi, Ron oh. well, he's a
2: friendly guy. I like him.
5: I think Roy Halliday is the uh, best picture Well I took holiday. uh hold on, here's Craig in Texas, Sharon fez
2: Ron, any day with day an obscure point break reference is an
1: absolutely <laughs> great day and well it's, obscure. That
5: was awesome. it's yeah, that's not obscure to us. That's okay. right up there right. with starship Troopers. <laughs> We should just have a film festival, those two films. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then a Q&A, but we don't bring any of the stars. We're just sitting up there we'll on chairs. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> My favorite scene. Uh, interesting question. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> I'm just worried one day that fucking Hicks is going to laugh and his little lungs are going to give out. Oh, yeah. I can see that happening. So yeah, the our eleven best documentary list is up on the ibang. dot com, the ibang. dot com, and you can comment along. Uh, uh, this is thought Paradise Lost, Purgatory was the best doc of the year. Well, it didn't make the list. Fez should win an Oscar for a sexy performance yeah, per- in Beer Porn.
2: Purgatory did make the list.
5: Yes, I said that, Paulo. Oh, We're on okay. the same side here, brother. <laughs> You know what? Put your fucking gun down. Me and you are both with the union.
7: Fucking light it up. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah, We're
5: we'll Bye. <laughs> it's fucking, just come on. I know a lot of times it's dark. You just start shooting at anything that's moving. <laughs> the
7: Take it easy. Fucking dark gray and blue. So kinda... I Paulo,
5: of Paulo, this is anymore. my big predictions okay. of the Oscars. Okay. Right. Because Ricky Gervais has gotten so much attention for the Golden Globes. Right. That Billy Crystal is going to come out dropping bombs. Right. I mean seriously, he's going to come running out there like it was George Foreman against Frazier. Go for six fucking knockdowns in two rounds.
2: There's no question that it's going to be entertainment dynamite. No question about it. He's going to have he's going to be using all tricks, all the tricks in his bag that he's been saving up.
5: Yeah. I think I think it's going to be huge. Um, let's go over here to uh, Russ in Illinois. Oh, hey, How, how's it going, guys? Uh, I know that you oh, had the good. problem you called the other day. Your yes, house blew up in a meth accident.
4: Uh, it did. It did. I always
5: it's like to short. say there are no meth accidents; just something God wants. Guess God yeah. made him cook. Is that like when a there's a t- remainder. Russ, is it hard for you to follow a conversation? No, no, I'm listening. Yeah, well, you shouldn't. You should be talking. Uh, you called that's us, and luck. it's a talk show.
4: Hey, what yeah, how are you doing? I'm just trying to follow along, Ronnie right,
5: B. Okay, what can we do for you today?
4: Oh, no, you said something about the country music song there, so I went ahead and wrote wrote you and Fezzy one. Oh, good. Over over the weekend.
5: Glad you're following the topic. All right, let's hear it.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll try to follow the topic.
5: Let's hear your uh, song, Russ.
4: Okay, if we're ready, that goes uh Rear van, room, couch upside down in the front yard. Underneath the mower and tool shed. Houses of heat to the kitchen sink, and I think that might be under the bed. Old pictures on the wall that I've been bought. From that check on them say no to drugs commercials. There wasn't eggs and entertaining entertainment, stuff on the wall, there's a spam. Hey, I don't think kids need to be playing with them toys. Mm.
5: At the risk of coming off gay, I'm crying like a ball tickler right now. I'm sorry. If you guys are going to start <laughs> calling me names again, go ahead and do it. I'm fucking sobbing. Just keep it together. It's just a meth song. Russ?
4: Yeah, can't, I can't. got a second
5: part. No, that's plenty. Uh, call us back later from that, unless they're, unless it's the funeral. Then we'll send a flower. All right, buddy? Yeah, all right. Thank you, Robbie. Yeah, and uh, I'm not crazy about the lyrics, but the melody uh, was interesting. Mm-hmm. Didn't know where it was going to go next. Mm-hmm. Kids playing with toys. Mm-hmm. Um, it honestly, it sa- it did sound like fucking Hicks was humming. <laughs> it was that ridiculous. And good. Um Rod, you're on Renefez.
4: Uh, yes, uh, the documentary, excuse me, the, the doc about uh, Elmo, about the gentleman. Oh, I saw that Elmo. doc.
5: It's like I'm standing at the corner of 49th and 6th with a bag of change. <laughs> I, seriously, I could never see the documentary about Elmo.
4: Oh, well, I thought, I, I thought it was pretty um, insightful.
5: Insightful how? A man's playing with a puppet. His hand on the puppet's ass. <laughs> I
4: know, but it will show the trials and tribulations of, you know... What you
5: tribulations know. is there? Excuse me? Well, well wait a minute. Are you, are you on CB? Are you calling us from a CB radio? Are you minor in a band?
4: <laughs> no, but uh, like I said, I thought it was insightful, you know, how it, how it affected his life.
2: Yeah. I yeah, like if he
6: puts Elmo on well, his left hand, he made a bunch of fucking totally money doing
2: nothing. <laughs> Steady work?
7: That's that a that, fucking. A
2: man in his puppy. Hi, everybody,
5: it's me, Elmo! <laughs> fucking who can't do why that? I got tickled! Learn the ah, alphabet! Ah, why ah, not ah, shoot? Seven comes after six! <laughs> ah, ah, I've lost my ah, ah. ah. That's fucking the easiest thing in the world to be a puppeteer. You, you can't move like the mouth is talking. That's it. Yeah, it's the easiest thing to make kids laugh. Heine, Ted, Kunt. You just uh, fucking say that. Cock kids, party. <laughs> it's a cock party, <laughs> yeah, you kids. Your mother <laughs> smells like farts. Kids yeah. are fucking dying. <laughs> Elmo the documentary. <laughs> Ridiculous, Bolo. Well,
2: I mean, don't tell it to guys because he likes his
5: stuff. Who? Stu like oh, I remember Stu How's he doing? He's still down there in Florida. He's still down there, yeah, but he's thinking of
2: going to Pennsylvania. But he, he what, what
5: part of PA is he talking about going to Lancaster?
2: something like that, yeah, it was, yeah,
5: yeah, Amish country.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's close enough. It's striking distance to New York. He just hates Florida.
5: All right, this one that just says, "I'm going to go back and read some of this." you um, see, Fred should have been nominated for Biffles. Uh, start direction. When does Fez make his annual Billy Crystal Oscars rant? Boy, you've been listening a while because he hasn't done that in years. Fez used to really light up fucking Billy Crystal for some reason. And there are certain people that Fez will pick a hate for. And never let it go. Paul Dean seems to be in his crosshairs these days. Uh-oh. But, uh... And me. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> no, I am just talking about people that haven't fucking earned his wrath. But he used to fucking light up Billy. Um, this one just says this note on, uh, on the ad bank just said, God damn bugs whacked us, Johnny. Fuck B.A. Paulo said some people just don't have dick skin.
2: Yeah, well, I can say dick skin. I, said dick skin. But, I mean, it, you know, I've seen a lot of people drop over the years and, you know, and not be able to take the heat. And it's true. I mean, I feel bad for G-Baby because I like people who love film, and I'd always, I always—I never really got an opportunity to, to spar with him one-on-one, and, uh, you know, on our opinion. So
5: you think that's why he doesn't talk to us anymore, is that he's got dick skin? <laughs> Ugh. Get circumcised, saying. G-Baby. It's Put him in the j Moore it. list of lost friends. Old friends. Old friends. Time for a little boy! Gossip, boy. Uh, by the way, Hicks, I'm so happy, and I want you to pull this. Comedy Central is running a promo where JB Smooth now just says, "That's how I do's it," oh, no. and every time I say it, I just fucking scream.
6: <laughs> I hope that runs back to back with that Staples commercial.
5: We know. <laughs> oh, no,
7: oh God!
5: Just no. this would be what. But he'd be forced to watch in hell. <laughs> anyway, Paulo, you were talking about dick skin. What kind do you like? No, Delicious? I, I, a little I, uh, vanilla on it? I, oh. Dick skin. All right, I just got word that unlike Paulo, mm-hmm. Jababy is at Sundance. Oh, shit. Dancing on the sun. Now, you don't like independent films, so you don't go there, Paulo. <laughs>
2: don't like it it's like we, we were discussing with the uh, independent music guys i mean there's only so much time in the world and you know what and
5: yeah gee baby finds time for all of it
2: sure but that's the point eventually you know you go to all these festivals you don't have time for anything else you can't you know i mean they, what are you doing
5: with your time
2: i'm sitting in the garage and running oh. the car but i mean the thing is like i think it's it's difficult enough to decide what's the good movies. And, and it's fine to go to Sundance if that's your job.
5: But that's... All right, stop I'm talking. Uh, Liz Said Fire says, I hope Damian Echoes is there. I find him very attractive. I don't even know who that is. Do you, Hicks? No clue. I'm looking him up. Get us a Google image immediately. Damien Echols? Was that him? Looks well, like a convict? Oh, is, uh, is that's that, the uh, guy from... Uh, he is a convict. Not. <laughs> yeah, I can see why the girls <laughs> would like him. He's pretty goth boy. Pretty gaff boy. There he is. Modern day. And, you know, he was a dude, like, his 17 years, he was spent all by himself. Oh, Jesus. I tried to watch Alcatraz again last night. How was it? It's fucking hurting. Really good. I mean, you know I need a Lost-type show... (laughs) And how many I've been through, <laughs> the event and all those. Yeah. So I'm really trying to like this. But they don't even try to tell us what's happening. You just have to solve a crime a week as they come back.
7: Of the old of the old criminals.
5: Of the three hundred and fifty four that are missing. Jesus. And every week they come back and try to rape someone or kill a kid or it's, rob a bank. It's the future, let's rape. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, somebody's programmed them. We think they, they got
6: like fifteen seasons lined up or so.
5: Easily. And uh, without even trying to solve a clue. But Wednesday is the sneak peek of, and I kind of like these movies, the autistic kid who understands that patterns and numbers are are going to tell you who's going to die. Oh, yeah, it was Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. Does he hit a lot of three-pointers? You know something, Zitz? Mean. Mean. I mean, I try to have dick skin, but sometimes it hurts. Dick skin could be hurtful. Ooh. Pull over. Let's go over here to costuming. Were you shocked? <laughs> How could? You know, any time that we do these things, and you have the Oscar thing at home, I lose on short films and shit like that. It's crapshoot. No one's. <laughs> yeah, fu- you just. Who, who's seen the fucking short films besides the guys, the friends of the guys who made well, them? Well, where do you fall? Small fucking movie theater. <laughs> where are you going to see a short film? On a viewfinder.
7: Down a long alley. Well,
5: Liz did come up with a good point. Are they going to invite the West Memphis Three there? Oh,
7: they have to. They might be freaked out around so many people, though.
5: This is the most fun I had since we killed them kids. I mean, something else, since we were listening to Metallica. Hey, Metallica, kicks ass, dude. Hey, Lars
0: boom, boom, down. bam I like this song. Yeah. Better keep away from the Hugo <laughs> cast.
5: This song makes me want to kill a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um you know how we always try that, like the today show, they will immediately get somebody on that's been nominated uh from bridesmaids. It's Lady Trucker. Hey Lady Trucker, congratulations. Yeah, Good for
3: you. Wow. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Hey, hey, follow, You said you were sitting in the garage in your car.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Could you please hurry up and close the door and shut the and start
2: the engine? <laughs> hey, thank you. That was the implication. Um, I am a very proud of you, and it's you know. You
5: know, I had a friend die like that. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. yeah. You say that every time. You're panicked every single time I say it. You're like, oh my God, it's I do that. I, I keep my car out in my car when I'm barbecuing in, in my house. I should, maybe I should stop. This. Yeah, I mean, that was an
2: awful way to go. What was that, the lead singer of Farner? Did he, what, he he, he he set up a couple of hibachis in his bathroom? I have
5: no idea. The lead singer of Farner's dead?
2: <laughs> not, not, was it Farner or, or one of them One of them groups? I, maybe it was Boston. Yeah, it was Boston, I think.
5: Well, also,
6: NXS, if we're just naming...
2: Yeah, well, he strangled himself, of course. But I mean, I just, uh, <laughs> That was <laughs> not good. But I'm just saying the hibachi beats it for
5: me.
3: Well, then you can have a snack on your way out, too.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, am I the only one that got that?
2: I got it. I
5: got it. I started it. to laugh, and everyone else fucking just looked at me.
2: He had two hibachis in his bathroom. He was eating like a kid.
5: That was two Chinese girls. Nice. they were just banging. Nice. All right, Paulo, we got a break here. When we come back... Uh, it's try to, time to do the poll question, and that is your ooh factor. If you'd like to give us a call on this, 866 run 0 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. run 0 is your too much number? What is your too much number? Your girlfriend, what's the most amount of guys she could have been with before you say ooh? Paul, do you have a number for this?
2: Uh, usually it's about 27.
5: All right, 27? That magical age when Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin all died. Twenty-seven, fine. Twenty-eight, too much.
2: Yeah, because you're getting close to thirty, and that's just way too much. But twenty-seven, you can you, know, you can just just about take it.
5: All right, Paulo says twenty-seven is the most amount he'd ever be comfortable with an ex sleeping with. Give us a call: eight six six RON zero FEZ eight 866- six six Ron Zero Fez will take your comments on the Ron, Fez show. You mean. Ron Fez Wally. the Ron
0: and Fez show. I know what you mean. Ron Bennington, Fez Wally. The Ron and Fez show. I know what you mean. Ron Bennington, Fez Wally. The Ron and Fez show. Continues next. But check
6: it out. He's going to get a huge settlement out of this. Like seven figures getting out of the hospital tomorrow he's going to throw a big party this weekend and celebrate we're all
0: invited I'm thinking I might take that new chick from logistics if things go well I might be showing her my O face oh 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 you know what I'm talking about oh in the timeline I was
5: a monkey, butane in my veins of the mouth to cut the chuggy with the Plastic eyeballs,
4: spray paint the Vegetables, stock food skulls With the beefcake pannios Kill the headlights and put it in neutral Stock car flaming with the loser And the cruise control, Baby in Reno With the vitamin D, got a couple Of couches, sleep on the love seat So it came saying, I'm insane To complain about a shotgun Wedding and a stain on my shirt Don't believe everything that Park your violation and a maggot on your sleeve. So shave your face
7: with
5: some meat in the dark. Saving all your food stamps and burning down the trailer park. Yo. Cut it. All well, buddies, it's the Round of Fays show. Uh, we got talking about your OO number. Your OO number. This is the one day only poll we'll be doing on the Interrobang. No one goes up tomorrow, but uh, Todd, how many uh, girls, I mean, how many guys does your girl have to be before you'll give it a no? Well,
1: you see, my uh, the answer is three, but three. I will give long-term boyfriends
2: one half, just to be fair.
5: All right, so if she had six long-term boyfriends, uh, that's a lot less disgusting than four one-nighters.
1: Absolutely, because she's going to just throw that shit out there, she uh, doesn't respect herself, so why should
5: I? All right, so for you, it's a matter of the quality of it. If she was in a serious relationship, that means a lot more than if she she met some biker down at fucking Wildwood over the weekend and had a quickie. Yeah,
4: let's, let's face it. If a girl is dating a guy for a long time and doesn't put out, she's just as weird.
5: Right. <laughs>
8: As, as just throwing it uh, around
5: at 2 a.m. Todd, since you are there in Pittsburgh, a guy is writing to me. Uh, where to eat in uh, Pittsburgh? I'm not going to be there long. Good food joints, nothing fancy, just local. I of course gave him the Pramani Brothers, but is there anything where else I need to send them? I mean, that's
8: about it. I mean, we yeah. got a couple sheets around if they
0: like MPOs. Why would they? That's- yeah. So I mean, there's nothing really special
5: about. All right, Todd. I appreciate it. All right, uh Todd said, long-term boyfriends can start. Cause go as a half, a half. Um, now I know this from talking to you before, Chris Stanley. Would you? You go pretty high in this, right? Yeah, I
7: don't think it, it, it hurts the woman all that much, unless she's a straight-up prostitute. <laughs> <laughs>
5: all right, so a prostitute you would have trouble with.
7: Yeah, I would have trouble with a prostitute.
5: But uh-huh. you know, it's a regular girl who likes to fucking, you know, have fun. But, le- but while we're doing prostitute, can we make an exception for a hooker with a heart of gold? Because if you turn down the prostitute in true romance, you'd be giving up. The perfect girlfriend.
7: That's true, but she did mention that she was like his only her third trick or
5: whatever. Yeah, so. right. That, she did have a. a d- they did make a deal for that. Yeah, Pretty early Woman. In, he was early in. What's that? Pretty Woman too. Was Pretty Woman was only with one person, right? Before him, she wasn't good at it. I mean, no. By the way, there are no <laughs> prostitutes outside Vegas that look like Pretty Woman. And Alabama is a much better prostitute. Well, oh, I'd go woman. with Alabama Whirly in a heartbeat before a Pretty Woman. Fuck yeah. I love Julia Roberts. Um, so, now we're not talking about a girl that you would sleep with. We're saying this is the girl you want to commit yourself to. Yeah. This is an important girl, this right? This is someone you're dating. This is somebody that you can see holding your kids and letting them suckle off her teat one day. <laughs> Let's go over to Zitz. Zitz.
6: I always like to say... I'm going to say... Uh, Twenty or less. Twenty, twenty's definitely the the ceiling because I'm thinking like two or three people a year, and then you know I'm 24 years old right now, so 20, 20
5: or less. All right, so I my think new, it changes as you so get older. If you're gonna be 21, I'm gonna start and call you Blackjack. That's my new name for you, because <laughs> Blackjack, you've got to be. Um, let's go over to um, Nate. Nate, what do you got for me, buddy?
2: Hey, Ron, I think it's eight. I mean, I'm in my twenties, so I'm going by that. If a girl's in her early twenties, early mid twenties, I think eight, it's a pretty good cutoff to nine, because, uh, if you want a good family girl, I think that's a good enough number. Past eight, uh, I really wouldn't feel comfortable. That's
0: crazy.
5: What? No. Why are you guys saying that he's crazy? I this is just a preference. It's something that people pick. Uh, if we're not going to say gay people are bisexual or crazy, why are we going to call this guy crazy? He lives by a certain rule. I just can't believe that I'm not the like the low one here. Like out of we've taken two calls. Dude, barely you don't know a lot of Italian guys yeah. because there are a lot of guys that are very strict about I mean, this. There is a double standard, and that's a shame. But that's kind of how it is. It goes both ways. Oh. oh God! I love the dark. Um, let's um, you know, let's jump into this a little bit. Somebody wrote three guys is more is enough. Anything more than that is blank. Now the truth is, when you're going well, you know, Zed's is bringing up. Well, if you're older. A lot of times, once a girl hits, you know, in her 20s, then she's in a marriage for a long time. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, meet a girl after she's been married, divorced, she's almost like a a new virgin. She's like, I don't don't even remember how to do (laughs) this. You've brought so many tricks to this. Oh, new (laughs) cock. Wow. (laughs) Woo. I, you have staying power. Well,
6: I just be like, like if I were to pick a, if I were to say three is my number, and assuming like the girl lost her virginity at 18 and was the same age me, that would be three sex partners in six years? She's having sex once every with one guy every two years? That seems kind of ridiculous. But
5: not if she was in relationships. You stay away from relationships. Mm -hmm. And then you also stay away from girls who want to have relationships. So you're basically a Playboy mansion. That's how you're living your life, but a skankier version of that. On the Upper East Side. Alright, so far leading number is under 10... 10 fingers, good cutoff point. Um, here is Todd, Indiana, my manifesto.
2: Hey, Ronnie, selling like a million bucks. Hey, I uh, want to let you know, I just started dating a, um, a woman who had been divorced and figured, okay, she's got some experience in her
8: past. We just had a conversation the other night, and this woman was really important to me. Come to find out, she'd
2: had, she lost count at over 80 partners before. Um, my, oh. my draw dropped, and I was like, aww, <laughs> uh.
5: aww. Now, here's the deal for you, Todd. Where would you, what would the number be where you were comfortable? You know, I think
2: between the 10 and 20, I would have been comfortable. But it yeah. just seems like, dear Lord.
5: Because there is a certain thing where, whether you admit it or not, whether it makes sense or not, You find yourself going, what? You, what? How (laughs) did you you even manage? That, same, same time. You You had the the inches of dick within you. It was just, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Maybe that's all it should be, just a matter of inches there. <laughs> NBA um, said bad. I'm going to go to a guy who I've been starting just relying on quite a bit, and that's UCB Fred. Uh, even though, as of yesterday, he was replaced as phone guy because nobody's as good as the new kid. He's a fucking phenom. He's hot fire. And I went in to ask him a question, and he was like this. Just submit it, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like He was like... I'm fucking focusing, I'm not like your other shitty producers and interns, not no, no, what uh Fred, you're a guy who well, let's face it, you're living the Crookland lifestyle, yeah, so you might come across a little different in this. I mean, I've got one person, Syracuse fratty. I've got another person, just a story a garbage dick uh, a town but i but you are my first bad haircut hipster. What do you got for me, Fred? I oh, like somewhere
9: in between. I think about forty is the cutoff for me.
5: 40? <laughs> I mean to me, if you're gonna get to forty, why are we cutting off? I mean, I would think a guy who would be okay with forty is not going to wince at forty seven.
9: I mean that's a couple a year and, you know, they get some good stories out of it. After that is oh.
5: oh, wait, no. you you like to hear stories while you're
9: it's true. I do like to hear oh, it. while what? it's
5: going on.
4: Not
9: while it's going on, but you know, maybe beforehand. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just started. to turn you
5: on. So you want your girlfriend to be like penthouse letters feel?
6: Yeah. What do What's
5: wrong with that, <laughs> baby? I love you. Tell me about all the guys you fall. <laughs> it's very big in the cuckold community. There's a lot of dudes, and some that you might even know that are famous people. Famous people. Who like their chick to go out, do stuff, and come back and tell them about it? <laughs> what are you doing a show for me? That's... Are you doing? He's trying to point. Oh no! At stuff rather than just saying it. Um, let's go over here to uh, Kevin and Phil. You're on the first.
4: Yeah. Hey guys. Um, uh, I think it matters. You know, the numbers is this person or all these ex lovers in your geographic area. If you're from a small town and you have to look at these guys, three might be too many. But if you're in a city and you don't run into these people, you know, it could be ten to twenty. But I mean I
5: think Now it is an interesting know. point. Would it be better to be in a small town and she's only gotten been with three guys, but you run into them at the seven eleven or it's fucking 50 guys, but they live in Taiwan. You know what I mean? Like, if you're with some Chinese fucking broad, and she fucked a bunch of guys on the other side of the planet, that's out of your mind. That doesn't yeah. count. That goes to show just how bullshit psychological this thing is. <laughs> it actually deals more with the male ego than anything else. The Taiwanese guys don't bother a single person.
7: No, there's are rock Taiwan.
5: Now, if you live in Taiwan you probably don't want to fucking go out for noodles and hear guys chuckling. I have That pixelated sex. You're, you're just on the fucking internet constantly <laughs> looking at overseas porn. 40 for our own Fred. Uh, I'm looking up on the comments section here, and a lot of people are asking for Fez's number. And I am going to say, I don't know what Fez's number is going to be. Um, let's all write down what we think Fez's number is going to be. Okay. Because yeah. I have my number. There is an actual number for you. There's a number. Uh, by the way, if you like to play along, it's zero. I need a virgin like dear old dad. Under 10, under 20, under 50 is where we would, I guess... Put the 40, uh, guy... Is there a with stories option? Um... <laughs> do you ever want to hear about exes? No. Not, like, not
6: at all. Like, the thing is, but the curiosity always gets the best of me. We're like, I'll think I do. Right. And I'll be like, oh, so, yeah, you, you, uh, you and him, like, went out, yeah. and then she'll tell me, and I'll be like, fuck that guy, like, I, I don't... Then you'll wa- start to hate the guy. Yeah, I'll just be like, oh, God, I hope, you know... I, uh, yeah.
5: Uh, and then, of course, sky's the limit, um... Before we get to Fez and our voting, here's uh, Tody in Iowa. What do you got?
1: Hey, buddy, it's
8: Turtle. I uh, my chick was with seven guys, but the last two were in the same night.
5: Wow, same time or just same night?
8: No.
2: Um. Well, the way she told me. Oh, Jesus. They were at the house together,
1: and it was one at a time, and then both at the same time.
5: Yeah, I don't think she's lying. I think uh, (laughs) that makes total sense. So, does that gross you out or turn you on?
8: Actually, I was fascinated by it because I hadn't had a, you know, I was like, really? And I.
5: So, you've never been in a menage? You never had two chicks?
0: No. Okay. And so I was uh turned on.
5: Know. You were turned on. Fascinated means turned on. <laughs> you got hard. <laughs> and I'll go to Fred for this right now. I mean, when you're interested in sexual things, you're turned on. You're not fucking curious. That's that yes, I'm that's exactly true. By Paul yeah. Jobs. Uh, what was that? What's the fucking report, the sex report? That, Kinsey, the Kinsey? Kinsey? Yeah, the Kinsey. If you ever see that movie, they all end up putting down the fucking test and banging the fucking people. They couldn't stand <laughs> they it anymore. It's like, I can't keep hearing <laughs> We're these talking about this fucking <laughs> stories. Here's Dominic in Nebraska. You're on my fez.
1: Okay, Ron.
2: I've got a girl here. We're hanging out, dating, doing this thing. And we'll get drunk one
0: night. I stumble onto her phone. Actually, I'm being nosy. I look into her phone, and I
1: mean 600-plus numbers, at least 400 are guys. So you tell me it's way over 80. All
5: right, first of all, hey, you don't stumble into a phone. I would not do that to my chick. I got to give her, you know, just to go over her phone. And even when it comes up, like, you know, if a fucking woman said to you, well, I just keep their numbers, you're like, what? Okay. What are you saying? You know, that fu- that's like the fucking red flag of this isn't that's, over.
7: Something's going on. But
5: so you, you, you snuck into her phone like a fucking, right. like a stalker. 600 I dudes. I didn't even think there was 600 dudes in Nebraska. So this is all news to me. I mean, let, let me tell you something. Some of these guys she's driving hours for. She's taking an hour and a half fucking drive for that cock. You fucking suck, it.
1: Yeah, well, I would, here's the thing. I'm going through the A's. I'm going through the A's, and I'm getting to thirty and forty. I'm like, Jesus Christ! And then I just go down to Z's. I don't even. How do you get a Z? How many names are Z's? Listen,
7: anyway.
5: you're fucking, fucking Zed. Seriously, <laughs> you're Xander. my you're my favorite fucking phone caller in a long time. <laughs> just the honesty of God. Damn it! Look at the Z's. Z. <laughs>
1: But here's the last thing, Ron. Yeah, Judah. Okay. So the last, the one guy said eighty, and I'm saying it's got to be over a hundred. And you know what? And I guess at my age, thirty eight, I don't even give a shit. I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. But still, I know we're not going to get married in the end. It's kind of just the thing where. Well,
5: yeah, I mean, if, if that's the thing, if this is not your serious uh, thing, no, then you should not fucking kill yourself with it. You know what no. I mean? Uh this on the feedback here. Uh being with does being with a woman count? Does it hurt or help? Obviously it helps. Uh and does it count? No, not on the list. No oh, fuck no. That's like saying if she had a banana split, would that be a bad thing? No. It wouldn't. Um I don't know. Let's go over here to Sean, Strong Island.
1: What's up guys? Yeah. I think the number has definitely got to be under 10, because when you start getting into double digits, you really got to start questioning the judgment, <laughs> you know, especially when you get to the 20s and
5: 30s and stuff. It's like, All right, it's let, let's dry. get into the judgment question, because have you ever had good judgment with women? No.
6: If it was possible, uh, my number would be like a 1,000. I've
5: never stopped. Do you think that you're the phone
6: caller oh, now, Zeke? i When you looked over, I saw...
5: <laughs> um, go ahead, Sean.
1: I. You know what? But I guess it's the the,
5: the double standard. But the guys the guys are like, you know, that's your thing. You know, you're supposed to have right, but, but but as many chicks as possible. Okay. I'm not really supposed to be that way for the chicks. so let's just try to define it. What is good judgment for a woman? Should uh, Purple Heart winners does he have to have an MBA? I mean, what what judgment is she supposed to have here? Mensa members.
2: Ah. Oh. Yeah, really. You gotta keep the numbers low. I mean,
1: it just makes it seem I, the quality of the guys, if they're in the higher numbers, you know, if they're all doctors and and uh, athletes and stuff. Yeah, I guess it's
5: different. You but, say but, that, I know, but, but I guarantee you.
1: you.
5: Um, I guarantee you, if she was with, let's say, Tom Brady, you would fucking root against the Patriots every week. Okay.
1: But still, you know, when you hear that number, you just don't assume that when she has a high number that there's going to be a couple of professional athletes or doctors or rocket scientists in there. There's always some, you know, drunken schlep.
5: Uh, the, all right, um, yeah, well, a lot of times I'm sure it was just drunken, as you would say, I don't want to call them mistakes, but just something that people do. Uh, by the way, the poll question, I did not point this out. It should always be under good question. Good question. And this is a one-day-only poll. Uh, Fez is going to have one up for us tomorrow. Uh, what's your too much number? Your, ooh number, or Entertainment Weekly number. Either way, when you look at this. Fez, did you write your number down?
3: I will write it down right Write now. it
5: down, and we're going to do ours first and then say why we thought uh, I'm gonna start this one with Zito. Okay, I was deciding between two numbers,
6: but I went with five. Five. Why did you pick five? Well, I just figured Fez probably can't expect you know somebody to be in his situation like also be a virgin, so he'd probably want somebody that was not totally experienced but experienced enough. So five.
5: Uh, Fred, what do you think that Fez said?
6: Um,
9: I have anything over nine inches.
5: Uh, you know what? Seriously, I know it's fun to go for jokes, but we were having a serious fucking discussion. Um, Thank all you. Right, I'm sorry. Charles you know what? Nelson <laughs> Riley, you, You're not... Um, well, he's one, too, I believe. Uh, let's go over here to Hicks. You're going to take this serious. Two. Because he wouldn't
7: be able to deal with any sort of real exes. He, I think uh, he, would, he would hate to deal with anything. Uh, it would be fucking just obsessive. That's a very good
5: point. Uh, these, By the way, these poll questions are up. Under the good question on the iBang.com. The iBang.com. I picked seven because I, I, I thought that he would think that it was lucky. <laughs> I thought he would be looking at a lucky number. All right, Fez, this is yours. This is exciting. Read it out, please. One oh. is my ooh factor, But one is the loneliest, loneliest number that, that you... Get. Um... So one they could be with, or at, you at, have to be one. No,
3: at, yeah, I have to be the one. At, if there's one other one, I'm saying ooh, and there's reasons for this.
5: Um, well, I imagine there is. <laughs> So they have
3: to be a virgin, more or less.
5: Right, yeah. Not even more or less. You either are, you are, not. Nah. Oh, more. Right, well, what if oh. it was a long term? I'm a, half. a virgin, more or less. Like a total virgin? Just a tip. You know, long term's half point. Um, are they sucking? I'm on a guess that you're worried about diseases.
3: I'm worried about diseases. Uh, that's you. another I give my, reason. I give
5: myself a <laughs> <laughs> survey point.
3: Survey says there. diseases. Ding, <laughs> 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 um, Also, I'm saving
5: myself, so why shouldn't the other person? no. Uh, well, you're not saving yourself by choice, though, are you? You're saving yourself by paranoia and freakishness.
3: Well, yeah, that, that's part of the reason why I saved myself. But mm-hmm. I think I am saving myself if I don't, like, go did, out and get a prostitute. Did you say shaving yourself? Saving.
5: Yeah, but I don't think that your reason seems to be paranoia more than anything else. Oh, it's I, fear. Yeah. Uh by the way, as far as testing, would you ever say to a girl I want you to take a test? Oh yeah. Without a doubt, yes. You've done that? Mm-hmm. You've made her come back with her test results. I've made her,
6: but I've been like, hey, we should both get tested.
5: And we do. Um I'm terrified of that. So how often do you do that? This is for your serious girlfriends, because uh, I imagine with your picking up girls in bars,
6: I will normally f- freak myself out over that and then go get tested afterwards. Uh, I've there was a point in my life where I thought I like really had something. And I got tested like twelve times in like a four month period, and and the, the people were like, "There's nothing wrong with you." That's where like I bet develop- they
5: get a lot of that fucking shit, though. Yeah, I always make women get t- tested, but for cancer. And oh, it's only because I don't want to stay around and be that fucking dude. Oh. You know, I don't want the Newt Gingrich, he walked out on them because... It's good to have a heads up. Um So, how many times have you and the girl said before we do anything let's get tested
6: well see that's the thing theoretically it should be before but i'm always too stupid in the moment i'm like you're probably fine and then afterwards i'll get tested. oh god <laughs> i'm like mor-
5: always be like you must freak them the fuck out if a dude called you and said hey we had sex you know what we should go get tested oh, my, you'd be like what are you fucking <laughs> saying what to is me? wrong
7: with you you're lying to me right now
5: um Let's go over here. Oh, we got more with you, right, Fuzz? Oh, yeah. There's more reasons. I'm sorry.
3: Because, like, a lot of these people, they're saying, you know, these certain high numbers, it weirds them out, gives them the oof factor because of so much sex. I think of all the other sex they had with that one person. I can't just, in my mind, bring it down to one occasion with one person. I think of all the sex they had with that person. Hmm. So I'm already ooed at one.
5: So if there's a one-night stand, though, it wouldn't be as bad? He's doing the old uh, late 80s, early 90s, and you're sleeping with everyone that they slept with and everyone that they slept with. That was like a big spot to get everybody out there to really be grossed out by sex for a while. Oh, come on. Um, here's some of the people riding along. Um, it might help to think of everybody standing on a ro- in a room together that she's ever slept with, and that crowd could get intimidating. Um, This person says if Fez's number isn't zero, I'd be shocked. So, somebody caught you, Fez. They know. Fez is saving himself like his toenails. I like the girls that are sluts. Go Giants. (laughs) Um, Both two valid points. Here's an interesting one. For a chick I'm banging, sky's the limit. Woman I'm going to be with uh, long-term... Gotta be five. Uh, cigars and Scotch, five and under. To settle down and marry. Isn't it funny, though, that a number six and she'd be call- told you can't be it? What? Uh, Carla says, My husband was my third. He grabbed me when I was young. Fezzi's number should be me. And that's from Lady Trucker. You mm-hmm. see, be uh. B- Fred strikes again. Um, I have never and would never ask, a Spider. It's probably the smartest thing that you could do, is to not be the ass guy. Um, Ollie says, sex partners doesn't bother me anywhere as much as blowjobs. Fuck, it's pissing me off. It's very interesting, because we talk about this with Long Island girls. They say blowjobs aren't on the list. And... When you talk to a Long Island girl, they will brag how low their number is. They're like, I've only been with, like women, like 33-year-old woman, I've only been with four guys. And then you find out their blowjob number is like fucking skyrocketing. (laughs) I blew them, so that's that's okay. And like. This actually came up when we were doing this at the thing, that there's many, we did like a dating game parody, and a lot of women just keep that blowjob number as if that's less intimate. That's That's like more intimate. Yes, it is. Like you could, if you could say to a woman, all right, so you slept with that loser, but you didn't blow... Oh. Uh, oh. No, no. Um... Let's go over here to uh, Luke in Florida. You're on Runa Fez.
1: What's up, Ronnie B? Yeah. yeah I was just going to say, if a girl tells you it's three, it probably ain't three because she's trying to get you to stay with her. So it's probably like, you know, 10 or 11 or 12 that she's actually slept with. Hey, no girl's ever going to tell you her true number unless she's a super slut.
5: Um. That's interesting. I've heard that from guys before. But if you feel like you can't trust the truth, then that can't be your long-term anyway. Um, I I guess she just lies to me constantly, but we've been dating for two years. One racist wrote 100 white guys and one black guys. That's when when you know that you're a fucking racist, dude. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to know. All right, the last psychiatrist wants to call, and I'm going to guess it's about Fez's number, Um, but Fez, you're... Is this a, I'm holding steady with this number for you?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't want to be with someone who has, I want, uh, I would like another virgin. That's what I'm saying. How would you two? Me do- too.
5: <laughs> How would you two figure out what to and do? a big That's turkey leg and wine and a sheepskin. <laughs> uh, last psychiatrist is going to analyze Fez a little bit here. Yeah.
2: Brian. Yeah. Uh. The thing about the number is that with every girl or every person you're with, it's going to change, right? So you meet a girl, and you think your number might be 25, but in this case, with this girl, you might make an exception. So it's actually right. going to change from person to person. So the thing about Fez's number is it's actually a defense. It isn't what number grosses him out. It's what number will guarantee that he doesn't ever have to have sex with someone. And I think a lot of people use that number in that way in the, as a defensive strategy. Not everybody, but a lot of
5: people. Now, you've heard this before from people. Oh, yeah. but, well, they'll set up a criteria. If you remember the old Seinfeld show, he would have the smallest amount of things so he couldn't be with the, in a long-term relationship. If a girl does this, I can't be with her. If she does that, can't be with her. And it's because he wanted to find a place after a couple of dates to say, this isn't working out. You don't like cereal or whatever he needed to say. So you think that's what Fez is doing is making sure he's not in a relationship.
2: That is correct. And I'll give you another analogy. You meet, let's say, a 15, 16 year old girl who is a virgin, and her explanation for why she doesn't want to have sex is, my dad would kill me if I got pregnant. So that's her way of protecting herself from having sex. But once you hear a girl say that, you can guarantee that she'll give you oil too easily to get naked. You just won't be able to have sex with her. Hmm. So she wants a reason to stop, and so she creates an external one. And in Fez's case, and I'm not judging Fez, right. a lot of people do this, But in his case, he's looking for a reason to be able to back out of it.
5: But I think a big part of Fez, and I try to convince him of this, I think he's happier with the choices that he makes than he tells himself. Like, I do think he likes a little bit of... You know, not having people over his apartment because he uses that as you know, like he's Superman and this is his place to go away. But then he beats himself up for it, you know. But I think he does like his lifestyle so far. He made the choices.
2: Well, of course he does. He doesn't want to have sex. And when I say defense, it's not that he wants to have sex and he's creating a defense to hurt himself. No, he really doesn't want to have it. But, you know, he feels some pressure from the outside, he feels some pressure from society, whatever it is, to be quote-unquote normal in his mind, normal, let's say, might be to go have sex with people. So he's constructing all these elaborate defenses to prevent himself from doing those things. He should just, I mean, he should just say, you know what, not really interested in sex.
5: And I think the thing that that is the most interesting thing about this that you came up with that if you find the right person, you would break any rule that you set up for yourself. Of course, you, you would know say, yeah, you would marry your brother's chick if you really were in love with her, and nothing would matter. That's love. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Uh, just to go back on this, Fess. Mm-hmm. What would be wrong with you saying, before you make these changes that I know you say that you want to make, and that your psychiatrist or your therapist always want you to make, what would be wrong with saying, I like my life as it is now. I'm happy with the choices I've made.
3: Well, there wouldn't be anything wrong with that, with saying it. Um, What would be wrong with believing it?
5: What would be wrong with just believing, I've set out to have a nice, quiet, life, and I put up these walls because I enjoy being alone, I enjoy having my wrestling and fucking personal pan pizza, whatever these stupid things that you do at night, instead of acting like I didn't get the opportunity. I mean, Zitz doesn't have a steady chick, and he doesn't stay in his apartment unless he wants to. I think the same is true of you. Like, Zeitz will go out catting when he feels like it's catting time, but then he also takes his quiet weekends. You just like more quiet weekends than him.
3: Yeah, I think what it goes back to is times when I've had a crush in my life, I've enjoyed being near that other person, even though nothing came of it, and I never put my feelings out there at all, that I enjoyed having that kind of thing in my life. That, I, th- I think that's what I'm going off of.
5: Okay. All right. Um, here, Here's Michelle in Boston. You're Manifest.
1: Men are awfully insecure, aren't they? Very. If a woman has numbers
3: in her phone, that doesn't necessarily mean she slept with them. They could be friends. And we also put numbers in our phone so we know not to answer it.
5: Yeah, no one believes that. <laughs> Oh yes, yep, we do. Just don't answer any fucking call you don't know. Ever. Period.
7: They'll leave a voicemail if it's important. (laughs) Just like I do with fucking (laughs) craters. Just never fucking answer. They'll never. And If
3: a guy's looking at a phone and he they're friends and he's sleeping with her, what the hell is that? I've never had a guy ask me my number.
5: I'm sure they know your number's high, Michelle. You've never. never, You live in Boston.
0: And we got to do something when it's not football. Yeah, I know.
5: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to ask you your number. What is it, honey?
4: Seven. Oh, oh Jesus. Blood
5: train. Blood
4: train.
5: I like her. I like the Boston girls because you know they would lie for you. Yeah, they're down.
6: I don't understand these guys that are saying that they want a girl's hookup number. They don't care if they're hooking up with her, but if they're going to be with her, the number matters because, like, these girl, like the numbers won't add up. Like these guys still want to have one night stands themselves. So those girls' numbers are going to no,
5: no. There's nothing logical about this. (laughs) (laughs) We don't live in a society of logic. We live in a society of knee jerk reactions. But I do like what last psychiatrist said, where you set up. These false things To get out of them
6: Oh the best thing in college Was when a girl would say I'm not going to have sex with you Because that would mean You were going to get oral sex Which is What he said about that Is totally true Like high school girls In that age Like How many guys
5: Did you have oral sex with you? I didn't have oral sex With any guys Baker's dozen I thought I'd catch you
3: Your father will kill you If you get pregnant
5: <laughs> If you get AIDS again <laughs> I think you got AIDS now If I, I'm going to be totally honest I don't I'm going to be totally st- honest I Sure Do you um, It takes a while to show up Here's Andy in Boston. You're the monophth.
0: I would say, uh, so hear me out on this. Going to the numbers. Um, I know. I've known my wife since high school. She had one boyfriend. Entire high school. I think seven, to eight years, and it was more or less a friendship. She had sex with him, and then she had sex outside of high school once, and then we ended up hooking up in, uh, after college. Been with her for eleven years since then. It's not an insecurity thing, but I gotta tell you something. There's one thing that really, really keeps me on the straight now and staying monogamous with her. is the fact that she's fucking uh, two, two men in her whole life. So, I mean, the numbers thing does play in a little bit. I mean, that's, to this day, that's huge to me. Um, you yes. know, she told me she fucked 15 dudes. I, you know, he, you know he, it is what it is. You can't do nothing about it. But the fact that the numbers so low is amazing. I just wonder if there's... Uh, many other girls outside of college that have only fucked one or two
5: dudes. Yeah, ugly girls. I'm sure there's plenty of ugly girls. Oh, yeah. Um, And this is another reason is a lie, ladies. You could hear that it gives him a sense of of that. Um, Guys like girls, too, though. Uh, Chris, you're on Renefez.
0: So, fellas, I do think the sheer number is important. But I think age and age discrepancy is just as important. I'll give you an example. So when I was 21, I was dating a 21-year-old girl, and she said her number was 47, which was shocking to me. But the more shocking part was she said that the oldest guy she had slept with was 62. (laughs) And when a 21-year-old sits with a 62-year-old, she has one purpose in that relationship, and it's to get worked. And that was the last time we had sex.
5: Can I get her number? I want to just check on some of this. All right, <laughs> thanks. Um, let's go over to uh, Ron in Buffalo. You're in Ron Fez.
1: Hey, Ron, how you doing? Yeah. I, uh, maybe I just want to psychologically have you explain this to me, because when I've never been with a chick, I just figure I'm getting it in and
0: I don't care.
2: Is there something wrong with me that I've never been able to understand? Like the human draw to find out the number. Like what is it? Why do we want to find that out? Well,
5: I, I don't think that anybody has a problem with this on a one-night stand basis. I think it's—is this, you know, am I dealing with wife or mommy material for my kids? I mean, like, like, all right, what you're saying, three a year, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. yeah, three or four years. Now, would it seem weird to you if during a conversation now, your mom said to you, Hey, I was with 33 dudes before your dad. Yeah. I did some wild shit back in the day. Yeah, that's yeah.
6: weird. But that's like, you know, the psychological You never want to hear your mom say that. If it was even my, my aunt or somebody, I wouldn't care as much. But because it's my mom, it's yeah. like that weird trust. thing. See,
5: I think that's what people do. They try to set that up for their kids. See, you know what I mean? They try to say, um, you, you want to go... Son, your mom's kind of naive. If you got any questions, come to me. Not the other way around. Alright, let's go to the new intern who we still haven't named yet. Uh Fred, have you had a name you're floating around yet?
9: I like the artist. I don't know, we we had some conversations. He's telling me about uh you know things that he likes, stand up, he likes apparently he likes 3D animation. <laughs> He loves uh, He loves the three dimensions. All right, we
5: might be calling him Tintin then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. All right, let's get uh, his number.
0: All right, so... So like I was saying, it doesn't matter to me the lifetime number, but mm-hmm. within the last year, that that's what matters to me. So immediately before, as long as she hasn't been, because uh, everyone has phases where they're going to have sex with more
5: people, I would think. All right, so what's so your yearly over, number? Over four within the last year. Oh, you won a season. So here's his deal. <laughs> Much like how many sports a man can possibly follow, four becomes it.
7: It's summer. Time for new cock. Hmm. Um, here Latinos in this year. But, oh, Zito. <laughs> you get really mad at him, don't you? Seriously, <laughs> let's be honest about this. He aggravates you. Oh, at times he can be very
5: And yet, Zitz, does, does Hicks aggravate you? No. You get the biggest well, kick out of
6: him. I get the biggest kick out of him. He only aggravates me when I would I just see him ruining his life? (laughs) And I'd be like, don't
5: do that. That's what's wrong. Stop own
6: fucking
7: opinion. uh,
5: (laughs) You don't even know how to pick your own words. (laughs) Now, how do you see him ruining his (laughs) life? be
6: like, hey, don't eat that breakfast. Not because I want it. Yeah. Because I think it's going to make you terribly unhealthy long
5: term. All right, you've got to give healthier breakfast. We've talked about this. He won't eat it.
6: He'll eat like a nice bagel. I bet if you got him a bagel of cream cheese, he would eat it. I wouldn't mind a bagel.
5: I See, that- Fezzy, you're not taking... This is what kills me about you. You don't take the interest in the results like Zitz is watching the results and you're living... I've never seen him turn down a thing. I bet the fucker would eat a salad if there was nothing else there.
7: Did once. But I th- I'll <laughs> take a pack of cigarettes for breakfast, too. So, you know, it's, it's a wide
5: range of things. You're, Fez... If he was a goldfish, you would have killed him by now. Also, there's just nothing sadder than watching him roll his own cigarettes. <laughs> it just seems ridiculous. Hey, it
7: fucking saves money. It's like ten bucks for a pouch of cigarette fucking tobacco. It looks cool. Thank you.
5: you yeah, it's considered a hip thing to roll your own cigarettes. Is it really? Yeah. Well, this is
7: monetary reasons. Not. Yeah, he, he wouldn't if he. Didn't have- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get- know, but I- don't you think he's smoking less? I don't think so. I, I do smoke less because there's no filters on the. I mean, sick- you uh, really want him to smoke more? No, I want him to stop smoking. But Marlboro sent me a bunch of coupons in the mail yesterday, oh, so God. I'm going to be buying me some fucking packs of cigarettes soon. I worry. That's all. I like when Marlboro sends me things. <laughs> waiting for the trip to that ranch? Um, <laughs> it's
6: going to be great. I start buying cigarettes too. Can I come? Yeah,
5: sure. Okay. So you're really worried about him overall. Yes. The smoking, the bad eating habits, gambling, gambling, drinking. Yes, in moderation,
6: any of these things would be fine. He's not a moderation guy. I, I, you I mean, know what I mean? Like
5: I like to have a big pot of vices
7: I can stir up. I mean, at the same honestly,
5: time. he's going to have to be one of those guys who, as they say, bottoms out. Um. I don't know. He's not. got a girlfriend who accepts him as he is. Uh, and so no matter what we say will ever matter to him because he has that place of safety to go. She's happy with the choices you well, no, make. Of course not. She just says, I accept you as you are. Well, well, she p- loves me. Thank right. God.
7: But, you know, she wants me to fucking be a better person, too. Yeah. But What would she like her. you to
5: change? <laughs>
7: it's fucking, you know, probably the drug and drug drugging. Yeah. Get healthier. Sure. And I, 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 I know that she's probably right, but you know, I, I but have what? problems.
5: Is it psychological for you? No, it's 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 fun to get fucked up. <laughs> All right, so it's just fun. You prefer getting fucked up to anything else? I don't know if
7: that's true, put like that.
5: No, I'm serious. I mean, what's wrong? I mean, when it comes down to that, if you could do something else that could be fun for you, is there anything fun that isn't getting fucked up? <sighs>
7: I, don't know, I mean, getting fucked up is involved in a lot of the things I do. Is
5: there anything sober that you would do and really enjoy?
7: Watching movies, maybe? Or reading books? Maybe. You I can't, do that very much. Not as often as I should. Right. Take back with a nice book. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Bettering myself.
5: Um, I don't know. I, I, Zitz brings this up all the time. I wouldn't, because I don't... Say it to other men. You know, I don't think that you say it to men. I worry. I don't like to be like a nagging fucking girlfriend, like Zitz is to you. I know. Zitz. It's only because I care. Let's go to Fred. Fred, do you worry?
9: I worry a little bit about him, but there's nothing I can do. Like, I, there's nothing I can say to him. He has to want to do it himself and he doesn't want to. So that's and
5: fine for him. Obviously, Fez doesn't worry because he brings him bad food every morning. You don't bring him oatmeal. Oh. You don't bring him anything that could maybe be good for him. <laughs> He's going to get the healthiest shit tomorrow morning. It's going to be crazy. You act like Fez doesn't only tries to, to please and doesn't have the passion to bring in his own ideas. Huh. I find that hard to believe.
3: Zito just wants breakfast to end. He wants it cut out of Hicks' life altogether.
7: No, I never ate breakfast before the last about a year and a half. It's a great. So I mean, experience. That, that did probably
3: make you healthier for a little bit.
7: That's
6: always been McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that's <what> that probably. <laughs> what is it that you really want, Zitz? I would just. I would like. I. I. Well, obviously, I've always wanted breakfast, but that's not why I brought this up. I would just. I want Pepper to
5: live longer than i think he's going to the um the pre-show stuff that happens here now i don't show up until the show starts and if i do i don't go up to 37 like an idiot (laughs) matter of fact i had to hear the other day from rob that our office changed
7: yeah yeah. it was a big move
5: i didn't even know about it yeah how
7: long ago did we move uh, it's, Monday. On Friday, they were breaking down the office and they moved everything over. On and our Monday. whole other office now is already gone. They took all furniture out of it and they're knocking a wall down.
5: It's really weird. So where are you keeping your stuff now?
7: Well, we threw a bunch of shit out. I, I, we all, thank felt, God, we all felt that this was the time to start afresh and get this office in fucking good shape.
5: Now, one of the reasons why the office was changed, Rob said to me, is the way we kept that office. That oh. there were complaints. And they felt like that spot wasn't something we wanted to show off to other people. That's an embarrassment to me, because I've never heard anything like that. But we've made some huge changes around here in terms of being lax. This thing is as lax as, quite frankly, Chris Stanley's living fucking standards.
7: Oh, no, I have great standards.
5: You just heard from Zitz, he's crying... Well, that's Zeitz. does that Take fucking Zeitz to a doctor or a lifestyle specialist? People write to me on this show worried do they know? that every time you laugh, you cough for 15 <laughs> minutes. So
7: I have a cough. Let's, à,
5: squad, and then, then your switcher. breathing sounds like it's your last breath. People are worried about you. I get worked you. up. People are worried about you. <laughs> um, New office has a window,
6: which is nice.
5: Um Okay. New office has a window. What are we looking at? Uh we can kind of see Times Square. It's nice at night. It's a nice decent view. Yeah. Right, so it's beautiful up there. So it's worth it. Maybe the next time you get moved, it'll be even better. That's majestic. Um But there's some kind of craziness between the three of you. Some kind of extreme craziness. Oh I'm Zen. I'm I'm am I'm nobody fu- believes that, Chris. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you right now. I'm going You know what? I might have Fred who's been watching the three of you write a report on it. Oh. Yeah. Fred, where does the dysfunctional relationship come from with the three of them?
9: It might be their conflicting personalities because Mark cares so much about how people perceive him and Pepper does not. So
5: Okay. Now wh- wh- how do you want to be perceived, Mark? Uh a healthy show.
6: Well, I, I I like my friends to be just. I like my friends to be around, so that's why I want them healthy. As for myself, I'd I'd like to be perceived as fun. I think, but at the same time, I I also don't really care when certain people don't like me. I don't know. I don't know what I want. This I, is a ridiculous pussy answer. I don't even understand.
9: I, it. I want people to like he me cares so much about what people think about him. I think.
5: No, dummy. Who does he care that thinks well of, of him?
9: Me, Hicks. New intern, everybody. I think he just wants people to like him.
7: I do so much. Everyone who interacts with him,
5: Fred. Why, do you, why do you gotta work for it? There's there's something likable in you till you start talking. I know. It's only <laughs> your values that people don't admire. It's not you. It's what you desire that seems so lame I know. and awful. You know, there's I a. Think it is. I was reading this thing today. Uh, yeah. Seinfeld did some fucking interview. And he said when he was at the height of his fame with Seinfeld, he didn't like it, he wasn't comfortable, and he wanted out. And it was so great for him just to be done with it and go back and just, you know, work in clubs again and behind the scenes. And I'm like, that's interesting because most people don't realize that. Then I started reading the comments and everybody was yelling, what a fucking liar, no one asked you to be on Seinfeld, you're a dick, and I'm like, why won't people listen when people tell you that fame is not the best fucking thing in the world, it's not a healthy way to live?
7: Because everyone doesn't, they don't care, they can only see that it's the best thing.
5: All right, but the thought of walking down the street and having everyone stop you... That might be a great experience once, but would you want to live your entire life that way? No, it would be such a pain in the ass. But no one thinks long-term. Here's the other thing. When they fantasize about it, you don't realize how many fucking dicks and yahoos are going to come up to you. You know what I mean? Like, every fucking person that you would avoid in your life is going to come up to you. You're so great, man. You're the best thing ever. God damn, take a picture with me. Take a picture with my disgusting wife. Here, I'm on the phone with my dad. Talk to him. I mean, it would be a fucking lunatic nightmare. I couldn't wear my PJ pants anymore. No, you couldn't do a lot of things. You know, it's really funny that you say that. They do, you know how they would always do the... Who's got style and who doesn't? Things and who's wearing a dress. Now they do it for people walking around. (laughs) They're not even at the Academy Awards, so they're judging, and they were doing this with Julianne Moore as she was coming back from the thing. And you see from her gym, you see she has sunglasses on and a hat as to not be noticed, and they're remarking like, "Look at the pants that she's wearing." I mean, sweats is one thing, but you're like, she went to the gym to go on a stairmaster. Still, though. No, she's going to wear stilettos. Just impress. impress. That's why I think Twitter is like somewhat fucking weirdly interesting. Because it goes to show how much people wish that they were celebrities. Oh, God. You know, like, here's my quote on that. (laughs) I'm going to give you a quote right now, so run with it. Here's a press release. But it's very rare that... You run into people who've achieved, like, I do think that there's certain levels of fame that would be great. I mean, for me, if you were a novelist where you, your name carried something, but not necessarily what, you who you are, yeah. that would be great. Like if you could call up and go like this, I don't want to make a big thing about this, but I wrote the world according to Garp. <laughs> so if you can get me into your restaurant. John Irving. Yes, that's me. Yeah, I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I just want a table. And then everybody there wouldn't know but when you went look, as a guy who wrote the Hotel New Hampshire, I can tell you where I'm coming from here. Um so I think there's there's certain kind of fame that would be kinda cool, but I I don't think that you'd ever really want to go what through Brad Pitt goes through. On a fucking daily basis.
7: Well, yes, he has a fucking security detail with him at all times. And if, if there's. He's so fucking reclusive, right? That if there's pictures of him just doing normal shit, it's worth money. That's
5: how fucking rarely he probably gets to do that now, shit. Now, here's the thing like, you know about the security detail, but how many times do you think there's security meetings where they're going, all right, let's talk about the kids. What do they have this week? Ugh. All right, they got school, then they want to go to Jim Barry, so we need two guys for that. Uh, Brad, where are you going to be? You know, they must be having meetings constantly just about travel plans. Uh, Brad, we're moving you out of 718 hotel room. We're moving you 813. We think that's a better place to keep an eye on things. Keep you away from the elevator. That way, if someone comes out of the elevator, guns blazing. What like, why can't I just, I just wanna fucking a room. <laughs> go? I want to go to the Days Inn. Um
6: And everyone also like when they do see these celebrities they want their interaction with them like they want it to be a special moment for them so you constantly have to be on but also you that you'll be like, I love your work, and somebody will be like, thank you, and you'll kind of be like, oh, I wish it said more, but then you realize, what else would they say? What, there's nothing to talk about.
7: Well, then you become
3: friends with them and hang out with yes, them. That, I mean, I guess that is the. I think everyone probably thinks their own interaction is very unique. In what way? Like, uh, like if someone's movie really touched them profoundly, that. They f- they almost in their own mind might think like Brad Pitt has the same connection. Or at least they have a connection with Brad Pitt that other people don't.
5: Well, I yeah, I mean, I totally get that somebody's movie could really fucking move you and you wanna explain that, and I have before to people, but normally only because of a professional thing. So I totally get that. But what I'm saying is When that happens to you a million times a day, that's when it could be like, I know, it's a good fucking movie. Heard it. (laughs) You know? But I get why people would want to say that. Um, I know a guy, he fucking talked about, uh, seeing the guy from Rockford Files. I must have heard him tell in the airport. I must have heard him tell the story 50 times. About Jesus. what he was wearing, what the guy fucking had a gold chain on. Whoa. Every time he had a couple of drinks, I have to, you know, he brings up Rockford Files. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know what this means. You know fan. what I mean? Like Rockford Files guy, you saw him at the Whoa. fucking thing. So i I'm like, it was like a major thing in his life.
7: Just mean Rockford.
5: Yeah, because he lived out in the suburbs where he wasn't going to bump into people. Happened to be in the airport. There was a guy from Rockford Files so um people will hold on to that i know a lot of people fucking love it um
7: i'll done Andy richter fucking blow me off prick what did he say to you he just ignored me and just fucking didn't even talk wouldn't even talk to me and i was like hey big fan annie richter how's it going you're the man and then very tall uh-huh very tall but, but a lot of
5: those me. people are shy you know like but
7: he j- looked with disdain with at me he he had a dirty look on his face
5: that's what I'm trying to say. Would you want to be fucking approached by all the Yahoo's? Were you holding a griddle? No, I was Oh wasn't. shit! No. Oh you shit! I was stoned. Fezzi, seriously. Zeke's I don't think the griddles- doesn't think you're doing a good job with the That's breakfast. That's not existence. what I'm saying. You're That's fucking right. trying to kill Hicks. It's not at all what I'm saying. I just think Pepper should be like, "Hey,
6: I'm gonna die if I keep eating this every morning." <laughs> Let's do
5: it. Um. Open everybody I up McDonald's live reads. Here's Jim in Michigan. You're on my face. Well, I could do that. <laughs> yes. Jim, we got you.
0: Hey, Ron. I'm sorry to hear you. Um, I give weekly presentations to about 50 or 60 unemployed workers, and I've been doing it for a couple of years now, and I understand what Seinfeld's talking about, because even with my little thing I do, people come up to me in the grocery stores. I actually had someone come over to me in a restaurant once and want to talk about it, and I can't imagine being famous and having that all the time.
5: So people just want to come up and, hey, I saw your speech?
0: Well, they ask about training dollars and if they think I can get them approved for this kind of training or that kind of training. And they ask about their resumes. Just really, I guess because I stand up there and kind of give them hope, they think that in public I can just talk to them. It's probably happened a dozen times in the last year.
5: Mm. All right. So then, it happens- I, got one
0: more, I got one more thing, Ron. I yeah. was flying back from New York one time, and I was sitting next to this guy, and people were getting his autograph and wanting pictures taken with him. I had no clue as to who it was, and about on the flight, about halfway home, I finally asked him, and it was the the guy from the subway commercials that lost all the weight.
5: (laughs) Oh, Jared, yeah.
0: Yeah, all kinds of people wanted his autograph and wanted to get their picture taken with him. Yeah, Jared is
5: uh, amazingly big because, again, it doesn't matter why you're on TV. That's the weird thing about it. Like, people would definitely walk past fucking Gary Oldman who's done great fucking work to talk to fucking Jared the subway guy because they see him more but isn't it weird like you fucking see people in your neighborhood a lot why aren't they interesting to you what is it about seeing people in a box that's so fascinating It become obsessed with it
7: <clears throat> it's weird though right because everyone around the world gets to look at you it's fucking weird.
6: I think it's especially because you see them in person. You feel that you're basically just having experience that's better than your peers because you get to go back to all these people that do watch
5: them on a box and be like, you saw them in the box? Well, guess what? I, I met them. This was a thing that came up with in my dinner with Andre. Where... He said that people fantasize about, he used Frank Sinatra, like having dinner with Frank Sinatra or being on a boat with Frank Sinatra or something. Do you ever fantasize about hanging out with famous people?
6: Oh, yeah really oh yeah i've talked it's like we i live near uh, justin timberlake's restaurant in, in, in that he's never been to exactly and, <laughs> and, we'll, and every time we walk by there i'm like yo we should go in there if justin timberlake's in there and my roommate's like what do you think's gonna happen i'm like i don't know maybe like go in have a couple drinks with justin timberlake he's like yeah but like what if we were with some girls i'd be like fuck them i could pick up girls all the time i totally want to hang with justin timberlake that'd be a story so
5: for you your fantasy buddy <laughs> is justin timberlake
6: Or like if I could make friends with John Mayer. That would be cool, I think. But it would be really weird listening to like my friend's music all the time, I think.
5: Yeah, that would be really fucking odd. All right, Hicks, I'm going to guess no on you, but I could be wrong.
7: Maybe Hunter S. Thompson, when he was alive, would liked to a party with Hunter S. Thompson. That's about it.
5: All right, so you like to get fucked up even in your <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> You're getting blackout <laughs> fucking drunk. What about Ronald McDonald? Uh, Fez, what about you? No, um, no, actually. It,
3: it's been a long time, but I always used to fantasize about hanging
5: out with wrestlers, pro wrestlers. I bet you did. <laughs> it doesn't oh, surprise me. They're uh, no dressed in their gear.
3: And then also like being Colony welcomed Goker. at the White House. No matter who the president is, just welcomed at the
5: White House. You know what? Fez Did you, like, win a title or something. Fez would be like a great. Uh, he would have been a better British person where there was a formality. Fez likes formalities. What about you, Fred? Do you ever fantasize about hanging out with a famous person?
9: Yeah, usually people like who are really funny on Saturday Night Live.
5: I think you know maybe like Phil Hartman. And- so, Phil, it's Fred. Listen, I'm looking over these movies. One starts at eight thirty and I don't know if we even want to see it, but there's one at ten fifteen. Now I think we could stop at Justin Timberlake's uh, restaurant. Have a bite. Uh I had to take my niece to that Justin Timberlake restaurant when she came up and saw what she wanted to do. And I kept doing this the whole time. Is that him? Okay, no, somebody else. I'm just giving her like a uh, think I just uh might have been him. He just went into the kitchen.
6: We all mentioned dudes. I think that's because it seems more realistic that like you could meet a male celebrity and be like, "Yeah, let's grab a drink and hang out," as opposed to like,
5: "There's a hot chick celebrity." Anyone else could a hang celebrity. out with
3: Tara Reid, probably. <laughs>
5: that's
3: true. She's um, <laughs> the only one that can keep up with you.
5: Fez, you're part of the reasons why he's so unhealthy. I got that from Zeet's report. See <laughs> the <laughs> state of the mix's health. Um, we do need to break here. Uh, we come back. I want to talk a little bit about the Republicans give him give you time to get back there. all right. The Republicans are running hard at each other on uh, a very, very uh personal campaign. They're disgusted with each other um, and we'll come back and talk about that a little bit. It's the run manifest show.
0: Ron Bennington, Fez, Whatley, this
5: is the Rod and show.
0: Ron Bennington, Fez,
3: Whatley, this
1: is the Rod and show.
3: The president makes decisions. He's the decider. The press secretary announces those decisions. And you people of the press, type those decisions down. Make, announce, type. Just put them through a spell check and go home.
1: Misconception yeah. says we have-
5: It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We're talking about Newt Gingrich, who uh, is in a dogfight right now with Mitt Romney. The Republicans are far more interesting than the Democrats right now. I mean, the Democrats, we just got Obama. Who doesn't know him? But the Republicans seem to want this bad. Some people worry that they're blooding each other up. Too much. Uh, Last night, apparently, I didn't watch it, but Mitt Romney uh, did a much better job against Newt. Uh, But Mitt Romney is running this ad, and I've got friends in Florida who said that this ad is running round the clock. Now, uh, you can see the ad up on the Interabank. It's actually just being read in, uh, run in Florida uh check it out at the dot com. But one of the interesting things as you get into this tech ad, uh, Hicks, notice how hideous the pictures of Newt are. You could not find worse pictures of the man. That sounds awesome. I'm not saying that he's, you know, the Marlboro man, <laughs> but you could find better pictures of him. But um Mitt basically acts like Newt is the worst person who ever lived. Uh and I'm just wondering from you guys whether the attack ad would work for you or take you in the other direction and turn you against the attacker. But watch this ad.
7: While Florida families lost everything in the housing crisis, Newt Gingrich cashed in. (laughs) Gingrich was paid over $1.6 million by the scandal ridden agency that helped create the crisis. And I offered advice,
0: and my advice as a historian.
7: An historian? Really? Sanctioned for ethics violations, Gingrich resigned from Congress in disgrace and then cashed in as a D.C. insider. If Newt wins, this guy would be very happy. I'm Mitt Romney, and I approve this message.
5: So, for two guys that kind of agree on everything, more or less, I mean, they're not going to be doing different things if elected president. They're both saying each other's personalities are disgusting. Uh, Nude had made uh, Mitt give his stuff out today. But if you lived in Florida and saw this, whose side would you be on after that? ad
7: i'd be on newt gingrich's side i think mitt romney comes the
5: ad went too far for you yeah these attack ads i think are designed to
7: go too far almost right and they're they're, it's it's fucking just dirty to make these terrible things and just lay it out on tv constantly
5: but here's the thing that you have to remember people might say that but they have the numbers that attack ads work that attack ads that somebody's sitting there on their dinner tray right and going like this. Oh my God. Look how ugly nude is. And look how, look, he's friends with Obama. He's a DC insider. Look how happy insider. they are. <laughs> look how happy those DC insiders are. And, and, and they, he's trying to take our house away. And he wants to piss down children's throats. So they do kind of work. Um, Freddie, where are you on this one?
9: I'm gonna have to side with Romney on this one. It made him. It made Newt Gingrich look really bad. He's a
5: historian. It's disgusting. (laughs) But I'm being serious now. Who would you vote for just based on that ad? Romney. Really, the ad would move you over.
9: Yeah, I mean, you know, he resigned in disgrace. Well, you saw
5: it in red too. You saw resigned, and the other one in red. What about you, Fez? I would support
3: Newt after seeing this. Now,
5: is this like you don't know much about either one of them? Right. You, you would support Newt.
3: You know what? I think the ad had me until the really part. Then, for some reason, that was such a sarcastic turnoff to me that I uh, went, yeah, I, I'll support Newt. I don't like the guy who's putting this ad out there, whoever he is. what's well, Mitt Romney. Well, if I didn't know anything about it.
5: Oh. Um, It is interesting. Now, Mitt had to, uh, and finally did, put his tax tax returns, which was a big part that cost him South Carolina, making sure they get it out in time for Florida. When is the Florida vote, Fizz? It is one week from today. All right, one week from today. So we got a while to go. Um, how do, I haven't seen anything about the returns. You've looked at them, Fez.
3: I've seen some things about them. Uh, I think huge mistake by Mitt Romney. I know every candidate does it now, but he put this out there. He may. He put well, out. he
5: has to put it out there, right? You have to. No, you don't have to. Well, why are they making Mitt do it then?
3: He was, uh, Newt forced him into it. Yeah. You, you have to put out your financial records about your campaign and everything. Right. But you don't have to release your personal tax returns.
5: Well, why did they want his personal tax returns released? Uh, Newt
3: wanted to put it out there to say, hey, what are, are you, like this Bain thing he was involved in, what's, mm. what was going on there? And, you know, Newt wanted several years. So Mitt put out uh, 2010s and his estimate uh, estimate for 2011. Mm. He's put out basically two years. And I think huge mistake. I think this might have cost him.
5: Well, first of all, it cost him what he didn't put it out. But what is on there that's so wrong? Was it drug money? What did he do? That
3: he paid a such <laughs> a low tax
5: rate, more than the average American. Well, and- he pays that because of... The way he makes his money is just based on things that he invested in years ago.
3: Right, because it's investments, and he doesn't actually go to a job and clock in. Right, but he put it out there. I think like last week, he goes. I think I paid
5: probably fifteen percent. Right, but he didn't make up the rule. I mean, they're not. I would think that it would be worse if somehow. He, he fudged his tax returns. His tax returns are done correctly, and mm-hmm. he paid the correct amount. How can that make you angry?
3: Because um, there, it, it doesn't make me angry. I think it's a mistake. Because I'm trying to
5: understand why.
3: Because there's things in there like he had Swiss bank accounts and money stashed in Luxembourg. All perfectly legal, but from a movie watching America, when you hear Swiss bank account... It just sounds sleazy and the imagination runs away.
5: Well, let, don't try to think for the other people. Focus on yourself. Do you think he's sleazy and he's hiding money?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he's probably, I think we're, we're, we're probably scratching <laughs> the surface here.
5: And here's the other. But do you realize that he doesn't do this? He gives his money to investment people. They invest in stuff. I'm sure he, he writes off on it. But most of the time when you're making investments, you're not following the day today of those investments
3: and now that he's given in and put out two thousand tens and an estimate of this year uh, last year's, I don't think it's going to be enough. People are going to want to go back the ten years that they've talked about.
5: you got to stop talking about people though, and just go from your own focus. You know what I mean like I don't really uh know whether or not. You know, I don't know all the stuff about the Bain stuff at all, mainly because I don't vote in Republican um, primaries, so I'm not paying that close attention to it. Mainly, I'm paying the same kind of attention to the political stuff as I do ESPN. I see a lot of people yelling, a lot of people doing what Fez is doing, where they're predicting or saying what other people are saying, but no one saw the South Carolina coming at all. All the fucking predictions had Romney. Rolling that up. So it's always weird for me when when the predictions come in. But I do like what, to hear what per, people personally feel. Now, when I was with ONA the other day, and you would think that they would kind of be Romney guys, they both kind of were on Newt's side. Uh But then I saw Ann Coulter hates Newt. <laughs> Loving up the Romney. Doesn't think Newt can win. Um, let's go over to... um Stuart, you're on Runa Fez.
1: Hey, guys. Just want to let y'all know that they're also running that attack ad in uh, the great state of Alabama as well.
5: When does Alabama vote?
1: Uh, we've got a
2: few weeks. We're, we're pretty later on. So after uh, we get to our primary, pretty much everything's already decided.
1: But they let
5: us Not start. this year, my friend. I'm hearing from more people that are saying that the Republicans have set this up now so it'll be longer and harder. You don't get the full delegates from every state. Uh, And you know Ron Paul's going to be hanging around. And it sure looks like Newt wants to be there. And I've actually heard this. uh, And you younger guys have no idea what this means. But this could be an open convention, which we haven't had since 1976, where you go in there, by the convention, nobody has enough votes, and they battle it out. Holy shit. Uh, That would be fantastic. That would be awesome. It is... From a TV point of view. <laughs> but it could also be damaging to the party. It could be damaging to the party. You're really rolling the dice there. Um, let's go over to Daniel in Oklahoma. You're manifest.
1: Hey, Ron. Uh, the reason that Mitt won't release anything more than just 2010 is because in 2008, when everybody was getting fucked by the market, he bet against it, and he made a shit ton of money. And that's going to scare people away, knowing that while they were losing their houses, he was, you know, making a a lot of money. But so he's never going to do
5: that. But that just means that you're an investor, right? It doesn't mean that you're an awful person. It just means you see what the market is doing, you disagree with the market, so you bet against the market. It doesn't mean I'm setting out to blow the game against the market. You know what I mean? L- let's say this. You can look over. You could be a big... Let's say Hicks is a Giants fan. And you are nervous. You want your Giants to win. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. But ball. if you started hearing they were giving up nine and a half... Oh, Jesus. ...12 points... Well, really? ...as a gambler, <laughs> you would bet against it. Well, yeah. It's a
7: smart thing to fucking do.
5: Uh, and he bet against the market. Now, I'm not saying that as a Romney fucking fan... I'm just saying that's what you do as an investor. You can't sit there and invest your money on bad fucking things. And quite frankly, if you want to be honest about this, I'm sure he's not the guy watching the market. I'm sure he has people watching so, the market. Now, he does have to fucking sign off on it. But uh, let's go over here to Gene. Gene, you're on Renifaz.
4: Howdy, sir. Yeah, I just want to talk about, uh, I respect how uh, Gendrich, when they dick around and ask him stupid stuff, he just calls them out on it. He's like a bulldog.
5: So you like his personality.
4: Yeah, and and, uh, uh, Ron Paul, he's a smart guy. I don't think he needs to be our next president.
5: Uh, Jane, you're there in Florida. What's the feeling in Florida? Is there going to be a big turnout? Is there going to be a lot of people... Battling about this, or are they I don't be in Florida? At all
4: I think they're going to have a good turnout, and I think Genders going to get it. And Mitt Romney, he's a smart business guy, but I think all we get was the same thing we have right now. If we went with him,
5: smooth operator.
4: Yeah, he, he's. If good I was talking.
5: him, I'd come out to that. Bring out a little day, and just come yeah. walking out the smooth operator. It's the thing about. Mitt Romney, that a lot of people don't trust, is that he looks so presidential that he could be in a movie. Um, and we had that with Obama. Uh, with Obama, you got to admit, he looks like an attractive uh, black president in a movie.
7: Mitt Romney's definitely like the Independence Day fucking president. He's giving a speech at fucking Area 51.
5: Mitt Romney seems to me like if Ronald Reagan had a son you didn't trust. <laughs> um, let's go over here to. Um, Um, Chris, Chris, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah. Lush to buddy. Let's go to Jersey Rob.
2: Hey, buddies, How you doing? Good. I just want to say I I kind of disagree with Fez because I think Mitt Romney releasing his tax return gave him a great way to attack Gingrich when he said... Under Newt's plan, I'm going to pay no taxes because Newt Gingrich's main tax plan is he wants to do away with capital gains. So guys like Mitt Romney and and, and the ultra-wealthy aren't going to pay any tax at that point.
5: Well, they're not paying, you know, if you're ultra-wealthy and you're paying, what is it, less than 15% right now, you will stay wealthy forever. I mean, you would be kind of crazy if you had enough money to risk it when you're on a nice fucking deal like he's rolling along with the 15%. You know what? Now is he supposed to start a new big business? No. Why would he?
3: And his plan too would make it, uh, you know, next to nothing. You know, same as Gingrich's.
5: Um, would lower his own tax rate. So you're you you've got a problem with both these guys.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's, it's to, to me and Romney <laughs> just has this. Too rich. Look, like why are people, rich? But he does. Well, it doesn't look slitty. I
5: mean, what what is wrong with a guy looking? As you're saying, too rich. What does too rich mean for you? It looks like it looks very
3: unlikable. But, it looks like when they put that uh, that ad out when he was with Bane and he had the money in his hand and his buddies had it in their mouth <coughs> and everything, it
5: just <coughs> looks sleazy. All right. Does Richard Branson look too rich to you? No. Richard but Branson r- looks comfortable. But Richard Branson has a lot more money than
7: Mitt. So you're... Yeah. It's all perception to me. Rappers should be the
5: ones who look too rich. <laughs> Carry it all around their neck. So your problem is this picture from how long ago? Oh, this uh, decades ago, I'm sure. And where's Mitt in this picture? He's front and center. So that's him, um, and they're all saying, we made a bunch of money. We're ballers. And that makes you mad. That picture makes you mad.
3: It just looks, to me, it makes me feel like this guy has no idea... What's going on uh, going on in the country? How we're in such a bad sh- in such bad shape.
5: So, what you would like is somebody who's making, let's say, twenty three thousand dollars a year to be elected president, because they know what it's like. He would be more in touch. You don't want the successful guy there. You don't want the successful guy to say, "I've made successful points for myself and my business." And let me make them for you. You would rather have a guy who says, "I've suffered, I've lost a lot, and I don't know what I'm doing." I gamble badly. <laughs> <laughs> let me do it for you. I eat a lot of McDonald's. Um, well, I don't pay for that. Here's Chris. Chris, you're on running fez. Uh,
1: yeah, I think uh, Romney.
4: His problem is he will appeal. Uh, he won't really appeal to the whole Occupy movement. The Occupy movement is all against the one percent. Romney comes off as Okay, he made money off of these poor people. Uh, he fucked people were fucked over, lost their house and everything. He was stated making money. While they're in the grassroots campaign, they try to come off as the common man. Oh, I'm going to help you out when I get to Washington. That, that's what Miss trying to do. Whereas Miss, kind of, I mean, uh, new. Whereas Miss kind of rubbing it in your face. Fuck you. Yeah, I made money off of you. Look, look, look how much money I made.
5: It's yeah, really made interesting, man. I never thought that I would look at election where people said to me, Newt Gingrich is the more likable one. I just never in my life thought of him as the likable guy. Um, Kyle in Boston wants to give me an insider uh, look at this. though. go ahead.
0: Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. I I think Newt is more of a likable guy than people give him credit for. I was lucky enough. I had dinner with him about eight months ago, um, because through my father and, uh, He's he he is more of a normal guy than he comes off as, and it's strange he's like two people. Maybe he was just playing up the you know, being a politician
5: when I met uh, him. What did Nude eat?
0: Uh I think it was roast beef for the right, uh
5: very common. Beef beef. Uh did he have a dessert?
0: Um it
1: was uh, a catered event, so I'm I'm sure he had something.
5: Ice cream? A Piece of cake, maybe or something. A la mode. A la mode. <laughs> uh all right, so roast beef eater uh, that does seem. Um, Charlie in Santa Cruz disagrees with Fez. Go ahead, Charlie.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? He just comes off, Romney comes off as a game show host, and he, he seems like he feels guilty because he's successful. You've got to take that in and, and, and push on that. It's okay to make
5: money. Well, I think that his people tell him the kind of stuff that Fez is saying be ashamed of your money. So he doesn't want to be too proud of his money because Fez is going, here's a guy with a nice haircut, a nice suit. I hate him.
3: See, but my point is with the tax returns, I think he should probably just have said, no, I'm very well off. I think releasing the tax return shows everyone exactly how rich he is and how rich he's getting where that doesn't help him any.
5: I don't understand that thing, though, because he's not working outside of the system. He's working inside the system. And what you are saying is the exact opposite of what happened. They said, what is he afraid of, of us saying in the tax returns? Which made you think, is he running scams? Apparently he is not. They are out there. He earned his money inside the, the law. He's made his fortune. He's been successful in America, which is what the whole business part of this thing is set up for. Economically, we all want that shot to be successful. Why now is that a point of shame?
3: I th- because I think he should say everything you just said and not let another candidate... To make him uh, release his tax returns when he didn't want
5: to. I think that makes him look weak. But I have the feeling that if he didn't, you'd be saying just the opposite today. I think that your perception goes, somehow, successful guy, uh, bad guy.
3: I felt the same way when Trump made Obama release the birth certificate. I thought it was a bad move.
5: Um, You realize that he's a Republican. And they're pro-business, and this guy did very, very well in business. Um, Otto in Boston, you're in manifest.
2: Uh, hey, guys. I, I think this is all nuts. The Republicans are ripping themselves each other to shreds. They're writing Obama's uh, future campaign ad. I mean, since when has it ever been wrong for a Republican to make a lot of money? I don't know why people are surprised
1: by this, and why the party hasn't coalesced around Romney. It makes no sense to me.
5: No, uh, well, I'll tell you why: is because he's a Mormon, That's and it. it's and not you the money it's the Mormonism, and the you, your party runs into this for you. You've got the pro-business, smaller government people, but then you take all those religious people in your party with you, and you're not making them happy with this Mormon thing. You have to realize how many of your people that are that are Republicans are these Baptists and shit like this. You can't expect them to like a Mormon. You can't. They just they think of Mormon like Scientology. But they're so Heathen. nice. They're not like I agree with you, but they like the wrong God, and the and the words of those people, Zinu, not mine.
9: Maybe Zeno. They believe in gas God. I mean, what does it matter?
5: Um. Let's go over here to Sean. Sean, you're on a Fez. Hey, boys.
4: Hey, uh, Fezzy. I was
0: just
2: wondering, what monetary figure do you put on someone being too rich?
5: It's not that he's too rich. It's no, but you have said that. I mean, it is a, it is a fucking point here of what is too rich. Rockefeller ran. People hated him for the same reasons that you're saying about Mitt Romney. Rockefeller couldn't get over the top of it. Because they're going, you're a fucking Rockefeller, motherfucker. They <laughs> already have everything.
3: It doesn't look like anything's going to change when the country's in such a bad spot that someone who's working the system legally, but is working it, why would he want to change it to help people? So, you're, re- you're a registered
5: Republican. Yes, they'll register Republican, yep. And yet, every part of your thinking seems like more like a Democrat to me. I'm always curious about why people registered what they do. Most of the time, we register because of something that happened in our neighborhood, which is the way I registered. You know, it was just based on local politics, was never, and I mean neighborhood politics, (laughs) it never was based on national politics. Um, it's very, very interesting, though, that the amount of money a person has does change our opinion of them, whether we consciously believe that or not. It's why we start and turn on certain um, celebrities when they've had a lot of success, certain ball players when they've had a lot of success. Um, let's go over here to um, Corey in New York. You're on the fence.
1: Hey, good morning, guys. Afternoon, I mean. Yeah. Uh, why do you guys bring up Ron Paul
5: at all? Well, first of all, we've brought up Ron Paul more than anyone else. And if Ron Paul ran as third party, I'd vote on, I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. But he has zero chance.
1: I know. Um, I know. I actually changed to uh, to the Republican Party just to vote for him in the primary. He doesn't have much of a chance, but he's way better than anybody else.
5: I um, agree. If Ron Paul runs as a third party, he's got my vote. Period. Particularly. Uh, his son yesterday, Rand Paul, uh, and this is up on the iBank Two on the Wire. I think is a fascinating story. His uh, his his son Rand Paul, who's a Republican, would not go through the full search. Was not allowed on the airplane. Uh, Rand Paul tweeted. Rand Paul agrees with them a hundred percent. They want to act like stop treating fucking citizens. Like we're terrorists. It's ridiculous police work if you think Rand Paul's going to take down a plane. He's not. He's a congressman. Um, Sergeant Brody. Let's go over here to... Um, here's uh, Bill. Bill, you're on the run for show.
4: Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, I, I think uh, Romney and Gingrich
1: are both too rich. They're both scumbags. Once you get to a point in well, you you lose the ability to govern normal people. You lose touch for the reality. Uh, Romney looks, got he's got that fake plastic smile like the American psycho guy, like he's got a fucking prostitute in the closet somewhere, and fucking Gingrich looks like the fat kid from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. You know, the fat rich kid swimming in a fucking Olympic-sized bathtub.
5: I, I just want everybody to know that Bill has a vote that is every bit as valuable as yours. And this is the, that all he is voting on. He might be a felon. Is physical perceptions. I, <laughs> but I don't think he's a felon. <laughs> I really don't. I would never
9: vote for Francis.
5: Um, Francis. Um, I could tell you, Fez actually brought up Francis to me the other day, uh, but I'm not going to say why. According to Fez, Francis attacked him for something that he wrote when you were the editor on Facebook the other day. Fez, you did a great job the other day on um the ball games. You did a fantastic job. And Fez was editor for the day, and he ran the Facebook part of it. And then somebody who were friends with their girlfriend wrote something Fez made a little mistake on something attack, and I'm like Fez come to oh. 12 hours later he's still upset about it despite the fact that he had a good day oh. and he kept bringing up Francis and I'm like calm it down Fez <sighs> calm it down the okay. perception thing is the funniest thing in the world to me because we're not taking the time to really look into stuff we just go by what they sound like, what they look like, and whatever criteria they bring has v- less meaning than that.
7: Everything is taken out of context of anything they say or do, and then just repeat it over and over again.
5: Um, a sound bite. Let's go over here to David in Washington. You're on a Fez.
4: Hey, buddy. Um I actually agree with Fez. I know where he's I don't think it's too rich. What he's saying is too out of touch. Now, one of the prerequisites to even run for elected office is to be a rich asshole. And 99% of Congress are rich assholes. The president is always a rich asshole and what they do is once they get in there, they legislate for themselves and their rich asshole friends. And that's what everybody knows, and, and, and that's what everybody sees in, in these candidates. So
5: the I whole country blows, sure in your opinion. It. The whole country blows, and we're never going to get it back. Uh, here's Steve in New Jersey. You're on Manifest.
8: Hey, guys. The most important thing, if you watch these debates, it's, it's comical. Now, Romney's acting like the younger brother, picking on, uh, on Newt, talking about all the nonsense. Oh, yeah, well, I did this, but you did that. The bottom line is you got Ron Paul's The, ro- the Right Message, Wrong Messenger, He should be in the back room whispering in Santorum's ear in an earpiece, tell him exactly what to say, and Santorum would end up being the candidate. They're doing such a bloodbath to each other that there's no shot that a Republican candidate has a shot to win the presidency this year.
5: I'm I'm really interested in that because the fact of the matter is we don't know that yet. It's so far away. And sometimes it's like they're they're stealing all the press. You know what I mean? Like they're staying so famous that maybe by the end of this will be like we were with Obama. Hey, that dude's been out there for two years. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like he deserves something. Because I kind of feel like Obama became a reality TV star because he had such a long primary, then the long battle. And by the end of it, he'd kind of been with the guy for a long time.
8: Right. Well, uh, if you had to vote today, you'd vote for who?
5: If I had to vote today, I'd vote for Ron Paul. If I had the opportunity, um, there's no doubt in my mind. I and if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be looking for third party. I'm really just disgusted with what uh, with the, with the whole system right now.
8: The, the, the shame of it is. You know, I'm kind of like you. I went off the line a couple times and went third party a couple times through through the years. But what all that does is that softens the field, and then you end up getting the worst of the the other two.
5: I've heard that say, but I don't know. Most of the time that I've ever voted, until the Bush years, I voted straight third party almost across the board, even for some, you know, crazy people, because I think that starts in... Changes the parties a little bit. But now I couldn't be. I, I really, I've, the fact of the matter is if you look at Mitt, Obama, and uh, I, and even Newt, I, I don't know if you could get a piece of paper between the three of them. They're so close in the way that they, that they move. I think it's a fucking two-headed monster. I really do. I think it doesn't matter whether it's Coke or fucking Pepsi. You're still drinking cola. And I would like a fucking 7-Up every once in a while. Like
7: a Sprite or Dr. Pepper. Or- Can't believe we elected a monster.
5: Because, quite frankly, if you're at a restaurant, you order a Coke. And when we don't have Coke. We have Pepsi. You go, yeah, okay. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah, not even going to think about it after yeah. the second sip. <laughs> that's how these two parties are. Ob- I am take.
3: Obama's got his State of the Union address tonight. He really should remind people that he shot Bin Laden.
5: Uh I don't care one way or another what happens when you're fucking drinking cola. You're drinking fucking cola, dude. It I I don't you can give me an RC. I wouldn't know what it is. Oh, yeah. I want something different. Teeth are still gonna rot. I don't know if they're gonna stay really fresh with you with a seven up, Fred. I'm being honest. It feels fresher though. Yeah, I know it does. And it's better with whiskey. Mm. Um James, Georgia, you're on a fez.
1: Hey, i got to say, Fez, you're right on one point. Anymore, you
4: can't be an average man and run for president. You have to be a rich millionaire who raises millions of dollars, gets millions of signatures.
5: I can give you a guy that ballot. was it. Obama, but he got his money from rich people. So what? What's the difference? <laughs> you're still dealing with rich People, it's better to be rich. You're going to get more if you're rich. Your Obama was a regular fucking guy working in Chicago politics. He wasn't worth shit until he wrote a book that rich people bought. No regular fucking people. Rich people speech. buy trucks of them. <laughs> so, you know, but you're going to watch a Super Bowl filled with fucking rich people. You're not going to be Fans. successful in America. Without money coming your way, this is a kind of a ridiculous fucking argument that somebody if he was really too rich to care, Romney probably wouldn't even run
7: Yeah, he'd just be a baller no, he'd no, be in no
5: I personally would I be running if I was him no He's... like
7: I don't know the the tax returns like made like fifty million dollars last year doing nothing why then why do anything
5: if I'm <laughs> as rich as Romney I'm spending all day screaming at butlers just fucking lighten them up trying to explain how important crushed ice is to me <laughs> how did you not get this it's so many times <laughs> you limey fucking stupid look at me look at me sorry sir it's 8.15am and I'm still sober because you're a dumb cock who's trying to fucking kill me <laughs> I set my alarm for this you know, I want to swim in jello today. And that fucking pool still isn't gelatinous. What could be easier it's barely, than to fill a fucking pool up in jello?
7: It's barely fucking firmed up. This is a fucking disaster.
5: And the hot tub is pudding. I never fucking said anything about the hot tub. I need everything perfect. And you people hate
7: me. I'm going to set some fire to some money now. Leave me.
5: I'm going to take my gold jet to the Bahamas. When I get back, I want to see you blowing my dog. That's the only thing that's going to make me feel better. Suck the dog's neck, so I know you fucking know what I'm talking about. That's it. Work his balls. All right. Let's just forget this even happened. We've been through it. We're both upset. I don't know why anybody would want to be a fucking president. You've got to be out of your mind. It seems like it's just too... They don't sleep. Obama looks like shit. He's aged Oh No, so Jesus Christ. He looks like fucking Grady on the Sanford and Sons. <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore, Fred. Look at that. This fucking looks horrible. But he looks fucking horrible. <laughs> He's not like... His skin is gray. His skin... Is as old as your grandmother's fucking hair. They did those
9: predictions of what he'll look like at the end of his presidency. He already looks worse than the predictions they
5: made. Of course he does. By the end of his presidency, if he gets another four years, he's going to be a mummy. Just walking real (laughs) slow. (laughs) These guys start smoking again. You should never take a cigarette away from a guy when he's fucking got pressure on him. Yeah, I
7: mean, Jesus Christ. When I was a little kid, when we were broke, my parents would buy cigarettes. Like, why would you buy cigarettes? You're wasting money. Now I know that they really needed those cigarettes. You know, it was great.
5: When my fucking parents were broke, they never brought it up to me.
7: (laughs) Oh, no. The Stanley family was not
5: fucking. (laughs) Yeah, they fucking (laughs) let you in on everything. Um. Here is uh, Kenny. Kenny, you're on Runafes.
4: Ronnie B, what up, dog? Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I notice about Newt Gingrich is that he comes off like a very shady fuck, and that's what I really like about him. Um, I think the commander in chief, don't you want the, the captain of your team to be that cutthroat dude when you're dealing with these shady fucks overseas? Uh, don't you want someone who you feel is going to bend the rooms, uh, bend the rules to make your
1: team get ahead?
5: So what you want is a cheater.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I want a winner. You want Belichick. That's
5: who you want. And I would, if Belichick ran for fucking president, I'd probably vote for him. (laughs) Damn right. I mean, out of everybody who was running uh, a football team, who do you think would make the best president? And if you fucking picked that fucking guy from the Jets. Rex Ryan would be great. (laughs) Coughlin looks as old as Obama right now. But the fact is, he is 63.
7: Yeah, and Coughlin just seems such like a curmudgeon all the time. His first time he smiled all season was when they won that fucking game. Did
5: you hear about the
6: Kansas City Chiefs employees, how they were afraid their phones were being tapped and the offices were bugged? No. Yeah, there, there's and Todd Haley apparently called up some reporters that they felt that uh, Scott Pioli was bugging their conversations and listening to them all around the building. I'd vote for Gruden
5: if he came um, back. Fez's team fucking threw Gruden away, and that's why you bring it up, because Fez was all for fire Gruden. Now they got no one, and the Oregon guy (laughs) turned down the Bucks and said, "I'd rather coach college." Yep. Um, And it's because they got nothing to offer. They just don't. They they were an organization who got a little lucky. And then very cocky, and now they're back where they used to be, the shitty bucks. Oh, man, so bad. Now, did you want that guy from Oregon, Fez?
3: You know, I hadn't even considered him, but uh, out of all the names I had heard, yeah, I would have liked Chip Kelly.
5: He was going to give you kind of his version of the running gun, too, which would have been, you know, at least fun and interesting and would have flamed out after a year and a half. But when it first starts, when someone starts the running gun, I forget what he calls it there in Oregon. It's some, some spread out bullshit some thing. Some duck
3: wing thing or something. What
5: would you rather coach in college or pros?
3: Uh, I would rather coach in
5: college. I'd See, t- I don't think so because at least in the pros you can have a loss, where one loss in fucking college and your year's done. Look at Coughlin; he went nine and seven, and everyone's talking about him like he's a genius yeah, again. Hall like, of Fame. Like, maybe gone. we've overlooked this man. He's really brilliant when it counts. If you're in college, you drop a fucking game.
7: The season sucks. And in college, what's the end game? Just getting to a bowl game, or is it this is the BC the
5: championship? No, you got to win the championship. The bowl game shit isn't even watched anymore. Fuck that. This guy's until bad. they get a playoff system, you don't stand a chance. All you really care about is being number one. Why would you care about anything else? Yeah, fuck college football. It's just
7: just coach an NFL team.
5: Do you think anyone really cares who's the SEC champion when you're not going to be there at the end of the year? Fucking at that one game.
6: Do you think Chip Kelly would have brought that like whole picture, picture scheme they used to the pros? That would have been
5: crazy. Yeah, I mean, that was going to be the thing about it. And, of course, they would have had new uniforms every single week. There would have been fucking all the fun of that. Um, I hate to tell you this, Fezzy, because you used to love them so before you jumped off the bandwagon. But I don't know what's going to happen in Tampa. I think it's a long time before you're looking... At something big again.
3: There's not one person they've talked to that's a
5: name to get excited about. But who would be? Is there a name out there to get excited about? Because you're starting at ground zero. And just because you had success in Pittsburgh uh, doesn't mean that it's going to happen for you again. It's oh, no. It really is all about timing a team, a system, a place to go, the years to put into schedule. it. I mean, schedule. Yes. Belichick sucked in Cleveland. And now he's amazing. He's probably the best coach of all time. Because they're letting him, you know, run his fucking show. He he's doing everything great but dressing. He still dresses He's putting the awful. hood up all the time now. It's fucking, fucking very evil. Things he, get awkward on that sideline to get to the The hood, hood up. is up, but the, the sleeves are short. Yeah. Um we get back, Fred wants to talk religion with us. Uh, and says he's got a little something for us. It's the Ron and Fez show.
0: Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. This
5: is the Ron and Fez Show. <laughs> the Ron and Fez Show continues
0: next. The Ron and Fez. <laughs>
5: On Show, uh, Fred, who's moved himself up from lowly intern to senior intern, and has really been causing quite a stir since he enter- entered the ranks of managers. Um, I saw you having lunch with Steve Blatter today. Is all that working out? or, free or- Yeah, you know, we just had to talk about a few things, uh, <laughs> you know, a couple possibilities. Great. Well, if there's any way to include me, you know... I want, to be, I want to be one of your foot soldiers. We can definitely invite you next time. Uh, you grew up a church kid, right? Baptist church kid? Oh, uh, actually Catholic. Same thing. Uh, and you brought us in something, Baptisi, from a church down south where you grew up. Where is this? North Carolina?
9: Yeah, somewhere in the south. Uh, you know, very white stock of people.
5: Now, this guy is selling himself like he is a draw. I uh, Watch the beginning of this, and we won't play the whole beginning because he starts talking. But when he starts singing, it's unbelievable because he's handling himself like he's a star. <clears throat> and I don't mean this to be disrespectful, but I'm going to let the church people know something. There are a lot of failed entertainers who go into gospel because you fucking people are easier on entertainers than in the secular world.
9: Yeah, there's a lot of, I think, that uh, ties into the forgiveness. Like, you know, we're taught to forgive and accept people.
5: But why don't they have a certain amount of, well, I'll I'll tell you this, you walk walk into a black church, the entertainment's great. Walk into a white church, and the entertainment blows. It's almost like basketball. It's exactly the same (laughs) that a white church league. in basketball, when you play outside... Of the CYO, you're like, holy <laughs> shit, we're not as good as we thought we, we were. Lit up. Uh, this guy does a song called Looking for a City, and you brought it in. We'll mm. just take a listen to it.
3: <laughs> I know how you were supposed to start out with. <laughs> Looking for a city built above. My city
5: Let's stop it for a second. Apparently, this guy's not even fucking around.
9: No. He's very serious, and you heard him. He takes it up an octave from as high as he can go.
5: Uh, A lot of comments on this, Fred. Uh, A lot of comments. Um, Looking for a city, maybe the new theme song (laughs) for the Ron and Fez show. Uh, A lot of stuff in the... I bang wired today. That's pretty good. Bears attack. I'm sorry. When a bear comes up to a house, it's always great. But even before that, even before the kid falling off the escalator, which is also thrilling, um, we talk about the small moments in life. And for all the money in the world, you can't beat the small moments in life. That's why a picnic can be better than a five-star restaurant. That's why... Throwing a frisbee around might be better for you than taking a trip to Paris. Because it's an unexpected small pleasure. And they say that money can't always buy it. Here's a case of some kids in a third world country with a giant truck tire. Now, it gets better because it's not just a giant, giant truck tire. But it is a giant truck tire... A mountain and a lake. I don't know if I even called the travel agent if I could get this if I could book this experience for myself. But you see how much fun these kids have. And I guarantee you, these kids have got nothing else going for them than this one place where time meets opportunity, and I watch this thing over and over, admiring the fact that these guys are going to have this to share for the rest of their life. This is what it must feel like when you win a championship, because they had a dream, hey, let's roll this tire. We've all tried to roll a tire, and it didn't work out well. Watch as this giant truck tire starts to head down the hill. Here they go.
6: Here it
5: goes. Now they're already happy that it's rolling. Yeah. Watch it hit this. Oh. Look how high that goes up. Oh. <laughs> it hits again. The air it gets is phenomenal here.
4: Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God.
5: Now. Oh. I know, Fez, that you suffer from depression. Watch Giant Truck Tire, and I'm not even making this up, three times a day for the next week.
9: That seriously just made my day. I don't know how anybody could not watch that and not be...
5: It's fucking pure joy that you've put in a spoon, you fucking put the lighter to the end of the spoon, worked it Whoa. through, and mainline. It's pure joy. But you say to yourself, how could I have some fucking fun? Because a lot of times you think to yourself, I can't have fun because I don't have a lot of money. These, I don't know what they are, Guatemala some crazy shit. You can't beat Giant Truck Tire.
7: That was a hell of a run by that fucking tire. I mean, holy shit.
5: Now, not only is it a great run, but the fact that this... It just happens to be the right place with yeah. other little cliffs, yeah. and it picks up air. It gets and it high. never loses its balance. It goes higher and higher <laughs> each time. It's, the only thing that would have been better is that if down on the water line, a woman was pushing a baby <laughs> carriage, and it hit the baby <laughs> carriage on the way in the water. Now, I guarantee you, 10, 20, 30 years ago, these guys would be sitting in some outdoor cafe drinking Tic Tac they fucking bump into each other. They're like, and this is in Spanish, I'll do my best Spanish. Hey, remember that time with a giant truck tire? Oh, Fuck, that was great. It never got better than that. Why didn't one of them get inside the giant truck tire <laughs> and ride this thing down? You
7: might turn the balance off.
5: Um, here is Josh. Josh, you're on fez. Hey, Ron, how's it going?
4: Hey, so my wife looked at me last day like I was retarded. I watched that video like 15 times and I tried to explain it to her and she just like did not understand. I mean, I broke it down like, wow, oh, look how high the tire gets on the last jump it gets a lot of air. And she's like, that's fucking stupid. What, like you know I tried what? To explain to her and she you, just did fucking get it at all. All
5: right, I have two theories for that. Number one, maybe this matters more to males. Mm-hmm. Or two, maybe your wife is dead inside because I, They pushed a giant truck tire that (laughs) built up speed, made three jumps, and then hit the water. I don't mean to pry, but you... I told her, I'm like, what if the tire would have tipped over
1: halfway, then it would have been ruined?
5: Yes. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Josh. This is a miracle. (laughs) It's a blessing, and... It, it's everything that you
9: want in life. I'm sorry. I think you need to break up with her. She clearly doesn't understand. You guys can't connect on on just a very basic level of enjoying a, a truck tire rolling down a hill.
4: Yeah, I mean, like I have I have one more thing here. Like we'll be driving, and like there'll be an old car like in the middle of the field. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, at one point their car was brand new. Someone drove it off to the, the lot. I'm like, how did it get here? And she's like, who fucking cares? I'm like. The, You know what I mean? How do things lead up to
2: things? And she just thinks I'm fucking
4: retarded. See,
5: you might be with the wrong person. Fred might be right, because I totally get that. And to me, that is what life is about. Like, I remember, like, walking in the woods and then finding, deep in the woods, not near any paths, there'd be a refrigerator. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you get to open
9: it up, see if anything's inside. And to- <laughs> but just how did the refrigerator
5: get here? Who was behind this? What's Let's yeah, see aside this story.
4: Yeah, you guys are right. My wife and kids are really fucking holding me back yes. here. Leave. You, you opened up my eyes, Fred.
7: Get out. I need to get rid of this. Put him in a
5: tire and push yeah, him down a hill. You know, I need to go back now and find the person who sent giant truck dry- tire to me because so many people... Send us stuff to the um, wire. And Fezzi. that's why I tell you, don't get down when people bust your balls. Mm-hmm. But then don't also blame somebody who's my friend. Because they're not, you know... Just blame the person that it happened to and not everybody. Now, to get back to Giant Truck Tire, I got to find this person's name. Because... I now want to find the giant truck tri- tire in my life. I want to find the small things that make me happy. You try to roll a tire down the building. Or is that I don't want to just copy off oh, of that. Okay. I'm talking about the metaphor. Oh. The, the the metaphor is you and your buddies can do something small and stupid. You know like when I remember when, uh me and my friends were kids, we fucking hitchhiked out to this place. And we jumped off a dam into a reservoir. Jumped. Not dove. Wasn't perfect. You were scared pissless before you dropped. And I swear to God, I'll be laying down at night and I'll be thinking like, what a fucking day. (laughs) Hitchhike all the way to fuck out there. I mean, this is pre-drinking age. We were like fucking kids. Jesus, hitchhiking. My parents. Well, we always hitchhike back then. My parents would have died. A, for hitchhiking, (laughs) B, jumping off a reservoir, uh, uh, jumping off a dam into a reservoir. Not only that, but we hung off the other side like, hey, what if I found? You know, all that shit that dumb kids do. But I actually will say this. I have a memory of that fucking day more than a lot of things that are considered professional or personal accomplishments. I think about those guys. I think about the insanity of jumping up the... We had... We fucking... All three of us stood on a board while one guy walked down on a board and then tried to dive and board into the fucking water. It was amazing. And that's how you feel about Giant Truck tri- Tire. It isn't the thing. By the way, uh, Brett sent this to us. Brett, you get the Interraband Gold Star today. Oh, oh and this shit. is the first time it's ever been given out. Fuck, inaugural Gold Star? For the people that find us the right... Good stories. Send them to the editor at the Interabang. Fez, what did you just take? Huh? What did you just put in your oh, mouth? Oh, no, I just scratched my lip. I thought that you were having a heart attack again. Yeah, ah, a lot of times when he's having a heart attack, i will put a thing under his tongue, but he mouths it. He's like, I don't want anybody to see me having this heart attack. Um, Let us know if you have a heart attack, Fez. Let's uh, go over to Lil. Lil, you're on my Fez. Hello? Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, I uh, heard you guys talking about the giant truck tire story, and I remembered an event like when uh, my friends and I were in high school, we came across a giant truck tire. I actually thought it was like a giant industrial tractor tire, and we decided it'd be a good idea for one of my friends to climb inside of it and roll them down the hill, and me and my friend who was helping them get into it and everything, you know, noticed the tire had been outside for a long time. There's like rainwater and spiders and stuff inside of it, you know, but we were like, ah, you know, this'll be fun. We started rolling them down the hill. And then my other friend and I finally noticed like a log laying across the path of where this truck tire was headed. And, it hit that log and shot up straight into the air. It sounded exactly like...
5: Thrilling. Just thrilling. Right?
1: You guys were were explaining this video, and we were laughing our asses off. And it landed and kept going down the hill.
5: Uh, and, uh, and and in its own way, view. it's a miracle. In its own way, it's like seeing a unicorn. And that's why I don't understand why people wouldn't get this. You know what I mean? Like... You will go into museums, the finest museums in the world, and not be as thrilled as you are watching giant truck tire make jump after jump after jump. <laughs> just keep Because going. if you were an artist, you wouldn't be able to pull this off. It's fit, luck. You're luck. Luck you're fucking played. Look how they're high-fiving each other, and they're just fucking hugging like they won the Super Bowl. If
7: this couldn't pull this off.
5: Um, let's go over here to our buddy Hard Rock Johnny.
3: Ronnie, you are my giant truck tire.
5: Oh, that's so nice.
3: It's just like, you know, I I hear you and I get excited like those kids did when the truck tire went driving down. You're very nice, Johnny. Down that mountain and splashed into that lake.
5: It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What a high compliment. Um, By the way, some of the people writing in on the thing that the Spanish word for sissy is Zito. I did not even know that. I did I don't, not even know that. I don't know if that's true. It, it sounds is. like they might have made that up. Johnny, are you going to be able to rest the next couple weeks, or are you going to stay worried?
3: This first week is kind of will be okay. I think next week it'll start to get a little, uh, it gets a little, the anxious nerves start to build up. I tell you, I was looking into trying to go out for this thing, and it's like unbelievable how exp- it's I found a hotel room yeah. in Indianapolis at the Super 8th. For like, it was like
5: 495 Rape. Just fucking rape. <laughs> now, <It's> like, <laughs> here's the thing that I read today Z, it's not to hurt your feelings. New England is not buying these tickets. New York is. Uh, and Rhode Island, out of all the things, was the less percentage of people <laughs> buying. But it's going to be a Giants home game. And it's mainly because it's absolutely ridiculous expensive. The New Yorkers are ballers. They're ballers, crazy. and any I, locals
3: I, will be cheering for Peyton's brother.
5: <laughs> um, doing the
3: coin flip. All
5: right, thanks, Johnny. All right, boys. Bye. Uh, by the way, as you're saying, locals don't get into that <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> they <laughs> get those tickets and they sell them. They're gonna concession. No right. local. You'd be a fucking idiot to fucking sit there and watch a game with two teams that you don't care about when you can sell those tickets for six, eight thousand dollars. Fuck. You'd be a moron. Um, Let's go over here to Richard. Richard, you're on a fez.
1: Hey, guys. I just checked out the video. Uh, How
0: do you think those kids are going to get that tire out of that lake so they can do it again?
5: I don't
9: think you can recreate that magic. Just let it exist as one moment in time.
5: Because if you did it a 100 times, if you had engineers helping you, you wouldn't pull this off. The NASA guys couldn't have done this. This is what makes it the giant truck tire. And I do like hearing from people... Um, A lot of people are commenting on this, but if you want to tell us what your giant truck uh, tire story is, you can leave it on that. It's on the IB wire on the iBang. It's fabulous. I want to thank Brett for um, sending it because I did, like the other caller, I watched it over and over last night. And I, every single time I watch, Hicks has had it on six times already. I'm just fucking gazing. This is just amazing that this fucking tired me. Every time you watched it, you're like, I can't fucking believe. Now the second time you're like, look at the air, it's going down. That's the end of it. I'm already happy. Then it gets air again. And when it ends up, in the water, you can't believe it. It's fucking satisfying,
7: <laughs> and it, just to see it, just fucking that big fucking explosion of water. Because
5: you can't figure it out here. That might be a quarter mile to that fucking waterfall. We can figure out. <laughs> uh, but if you'd like to put the comment out there and say, uh, "What is your uh, giant truck t- tire?" Uh, you can on the IB wire now, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. In the air. somebody says, "Was that Buenos Aires?" I thought the b- the bugs nuked it. You know what? <laughs> There's a time to sit around and talk about that movie.
7: They're rebuilding.
5: Um No. Uh, Dave, Dave, you're on Run Fez.
0: Hey Ron, how you doing? Hey, yeah. what I'm thinking is if you got a chick you think might have potential, let her watch giant truck tire, judge her reaction and take it from there. Like that other guy was saying about his wife.
5: It is kinda true. It's almost uh, like Bronx Tale, when you mm. see whether she'll fucking test. open up the uh, door for you.
9: She's a selfish broad.
5: Get, get away from her as soon as you can. <laughs> and when that black chick fucking unlocked the door for him, I was so fucking happy. Oh,
7: no. Good. Good. You deserve
5: that. And, and I'm like, she's part, she was just adorable in that movie, too. You know, well, you like Italian guys at all? Uh, we got another thing up on the i b wire that it 's a dream of mine, actually, this kid is twelve. I always wanted to have somebody throw a baby out of the roof to me while the fucking building was on fire and be that dude but there's a guy there he caught a there's this little fucking kid this little fucking extreme kid tried to ride on the outside of the escalator uh and then at the last moment falls off. But you see him go out there you see he 's got no balance the whole way up as he's riding. He's a fucking moron. But, and then you see this dude comfortably making his way over. And you see it in this shot here. Okay. Here comes the kid. He's falling off. And the guy is right underneath them and makes oh, the no. catch. Oh, Jesus. Makes the Superman catch. God. Having
7: child. And they walk
5: away. Now, oh God. I don't know what you guys believe about fate. I don't know what you believe about destiny. But that's a fucking time cup. And if you go back to the beginning of that, you see him just appear. This little oh kid riding on the outside is probably meant for greatness. He is going to be a person who who becomes president of the United States of America. Oh, my God. But this was the day that he was going to die, and a time cop had to appear out of nowhere. Look how the guy is on it before no one else is yeah, reacting. He knows where he's going. That he knows where of- he's going. He would have had to. Because he's a time cop. Now you can believe in time travel. Oh, shit. Um, he knew exactly when that kid was going to fall down to. Alan, you're on run of fez. Hey,
1: Ron. Hey, Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, when I was young, uh, we didn't have uh, truck tires. We rolled rocks down the hill. And, man, when we used to get a going down the hill and they'd hit a creek at the bottom, it was the best shit in the world.
5: You know, I was uh, at a, out to dinner one night uh, with this family and they were Italian people. And the grandfather told this story about, he was in World War II. And they were in the, you know, kind of in the islands in the Philippines or whatever, clearing out those islands of Japanese fucking soldiers. And they were up in the hills above it, and him and his friends are walking point, and they find in the ground a shell that hadn't exploded yet. It had been shot there from a U.S. Uh, destroyer or whatever, and just was planted into the ground, had one off. And they pulled it out and went over and threw it off a cliff to make it blow up <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of World War II. Just fucking saying a bomb off. Three guys going, hey, what if we threw this off the cliff? It would blow up. And they all got in trouble for it and shit, and his family was appalled. But I was like, yeah, you don't think about those World War II guys. were just kids. 17 and 18 years old that were basically farm boys at that time. I mean, they didn't have... A huge amount of street sense, and in the middle of the war, they still tried to find their own giant truck tire within.
9: You got to do it in war. It's a horrible thing. You got to find something to make you happy.
5: People are asking me too. What is the uh, time cup story under? It's not under time cup. What is the headline there?
7: Some kids should die but get saved.
5: Uh, I just decided now that the guy that it was a time cup who saved him. I don't know that for sure. That's just theory. That's a working theory because it seems like the guy comes into the picture looking for the kid, looking for that exact moment. What if he's in the same department as Van Damme? There's only one fucking police department of time and that's Time Cop. Um, and all the links, of course, are posted on Twitter. All you gotta do is uh, check out the iBang there. Um, Hey Carlos, Sky Buddy.
2: Hey guys.
1: Man, when you're a kid, it's a sense of discovery. When you see something like that, you're like, what the hell? How does that happen? Then you try to figure it out. Man, anyway, me and my buddies, we were in the eighth grade. We used to walk around in creeks.
2: And also we come upon this tunnel and it looks dark. We say, What the fuck? So we go walking in and this thing must have been a quarter mile long. Couldn't see shit. We actually held each other's hands because we thought maybe we'd fall into a hole. But we went for it. We finally made it to the other
4: side. And that was the funnest thing ever. We got back home, we thought about it, we went back there the next day. We did that the whole summer. Unbelievable.
5: It, it is amazing. I remember when I was in sixth grade, uh, and this place, of course, doesn't exist anymore. It's all homes now, but it, it's in Boothwin, PA, and it was called the Murtaugh Dairy, and it was like an old dairy farm where they actually uh, had the milk and shipped it. So that it was like an abandoned farm, and then it was like an abandoned dairy where they would pasteurize. So we would go in there, and the, it was already like broken glass and everything in this old factory. But there were rollers where this would came out, come out that that the the that the milk crates would come down. And me and my friends got in those fucking milk crates and we're riding them down <laughs> and would basically hit the floor at the end of it, just having a time of life. Then we climb up on top of this thing, on this old fucking tar roof. We're running around chasing. One of my friends' foot went through the tar roof. <laughs> we had to pull him out. And we're just covered in fucking the tar from this roof. Uh, so by the time we got home, we we're filthy. Our parents were freak. So we're running up one side of the roof and down the other, running up one side of the roof. Because it was a huge building. And I got up to one of the fucking peaks, and there was no other side. It was just one up to the half. And I had to do one of these things. Where, <laughs> what the fuck? And I would have fallen like 60 fucking feet in the middle of... My fucking stupidity. Well you don't know there might have been a time cop at the bottom. Not for me, dude. There was no there's no greatness in my future. But when I think about like here you are a little kid, you're in sixth grade, you're doing this shit that you don't think is dangerous, but I would never let a kid do if I was with them. but you never you know what I learned from that experience? What's that? Nothing. <laughs> That's because funny. a child cannot learn things. They have a stupid, unformed fucking brain that nothing fucking happens but why can you have these experiences when you're a kid and you stop finding them now why do we sit down and look at giant truck tire a mountain a a lake magic Why can't you find that experience for yourself today without going, I just spent $145,000 on a cigarette boat. I can go fast in it or fucking some crazy vacation that cost you a fortune where you're forcing yourself to have fun. Why can't you just have fun the way a kid can with a fucking truck tire?
7: Everyone's jaded, or as it seems as people get older, most people, they become even more and more jaded and cynical.
5: But maybe that's because you stop having new experiences. Maybe the thing is, it isn't a giant truck tra- tire today, it's something else. Yeah. But, w- but we stop trying to, when you're a little kid, you're literally exploring the world. Now we travel. But when you're a kid, you're exploring the world. You don't
7: know shit. You have to. I almost,
5: you know. Because you know it's thrilling. You know it's <laughs> thrilling to be on the planet of the Earth and not have anyone looking over your shoulders. You know what I mean? When you get away from your family, you get away from your parents, and you're out there doing stuff, it's, Fucking exciting! That's
9: why tourism always seems so boring. It's just like the set. You like you're supposed to do this. Like be a, they,
5: be a traveler, not a tourist. Yeah, you want to. People should explore more instead of playing their trip. because just, they're worried that if they go somewhere and they do something, they're missing something else. You know what I mean? Can I fucking quote you the Beatles right now? Sure. Oh, that magic feeling, nowhere to go. That's the fucking key right there, man. You're not. You're just out there fucking making it fucking happen and not waiting for something to be delivered to you. Not having to buy it. You're not going to go anywhere fucking better than the planet Earth. You ain't. No. Why aren't you fucking enjoying it? It's just a vacuum out there. Um, Really, the best experiences I've ever had in New York City is walking down the street and letting things happen. And. Yeah. Every time that fucking happens, that I'm in the right fucking mood for it, it's the best. But when I'm like, oh, I want to go to this restaurant, or I want to make sure I see this event, I got then I'm worried about, oh, it's not the right table, or this or that. It's so much better when you're just out there. Um, let's go over here to Josh. Josh, you're on
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with you, and you can even go back to before a truck tire would impress you. I have a six-month-old son, and I sit there and watch how impressed he is by just his own toes, and I'm like, why can't that be fun like it used to be? You know, to him, that's the coolest thing in the world, but, you know, he doesn't even need a truck tire to have fun. He's got his toes.
5: You know, one of the funnest things to do is just, like, walk behind a toddler. Just walk behind him. And this is what kills you. See how many times he stops. He will fucking stop and check shit out, turn stuff over, see what's under there, put his fingers in the stuff. That's what's fucked up about being an adult, As we act like a cocoon doesn't mean shit. I can't tell you the last time I saw a fucking cocoon. We were literally breaking shit open all the time, sticking <laughs> sticks in it, trying to figure out what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, poor butterfly. That happens. The science, goddammit. Um, it is strange uh, that we give up on the stuff that we have. We don't fucking realize that there's a lot of fucking stuff out here. And we think it's like money and getting ahead and blah, blah, blah. That's what and all that there. shit is true. But you know what? It's like sometimes like when you... Like if you listen to Dave and you hear him talk about wiffle ball, you know what I mean. Like you can see that he would rather play wiffle ball than anything else. Now he is good at it, so that's kind of cheating. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Really like he never tries thing. a new, <laughs> he never tries a new game. He holds tournaments. Uh, but we do find a lot of things to be fucking unhappy about. Uh, Archie Idaho, you're in manifest. Yo, Ronnie B. Yeah, buddy.
4: Listen, I was uh just back in my old hometown in Washington a while ago. We were sitting there around a the bonfire, getting drunk, reminiscing with all the old buddies, you know. And the greatest story that we had to we all remembered was the time we found a lawnmower uh in the woods and uh no engine, none of that. Just fixed up those wheels a little bit and rolled that thing down a hill. It was the greatest experience ever. And I'll tell you, I my buddy was sitting on it, riding that thing down the
1: hill and took a big old crash that was the best experience of my entire childhood. That was my truck tire.
5: Um, you know, uh, by the way, Brett already put up on here, too, and says, thanks so much for the shout-out, Ron. I really love this video. It made me smile and remember some of those mischievous teen years of going through trouble with your buddies. That's the exact thing that I had when I was watching that. What I was remembering some crazy-ass fucking kids that I grew up with that just... I don't understand. I'm, I'm talking pre, pre-dating, pre-partying, pre-all that stuff, which, by the way, I got no problem with. But the fact that you could have a hell of a lot of fucking fun doing nothing when you're a kid. Just doing nothing. Um, let's go over here to uh, Andy Houston. Andy. Cody? Okay, buddy, what's up?
1: Hey, when we were kids, Uh, We moved into a two-story house, and somehow we figured out that we uh, took all the couch cushions off and would pile them down at the bottom of the stairs and all the pillows off all the beds. And then our parents had, like, these body-length pillows with satin uh, covers on them. Mm -hmm. We'd sit on top of them with your feet inside of the uh, pillowcase and then ride down the stairs like a bobsled into the big pile of cushions. And, man, we couldn't wait for our parents to leave the house, so we could.
5: <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> Just your parents leaving alone made it like it was a vacation. Hey, John, Connecticut, you're on the Fez.
2: Hey, what's going on? Great topic, as always, Fred, uh, Ronnie, and great show. Um My wife worked interventional radiology for a while and I brought this question, almost similar question up to her very recently and she had some interesting insight on it. And that was the simple fact that when you're young, there's a part of your brain, and I may be terming this wrong, but I think it's the frontal lobe that isn't fully developed that allows your brain to sort of look at consequence and say, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah, this is a bad idea. But it's that young inhibition because that frontal lobe, again, I may be wrong, uh is not fully developed that allows us to be in uninhibited to have that fun. And I can remember when I was a kid, you know, doing stupid stuff like that and looking back on it and being like, Man, if I could only just get that back That was the conversation that we had and she was like, You can't. It's impossible. As an adult, you have too much responsibility and it's just going to go by the
5: wayside. I wonder, like, if I was the adult walking up on these kids, if I would have said, guys, somebody's going to have to pull yeah. that giant truck tire out of that lake, or you don't want that to go down there. That's somebody else's property. Yeah.
9: What if so, what if somebody's walking down there and they get hit
5: by it? it, yeah, it was, yeah, just it was, the like, saddest I've walking. even been, just thinking that. Sure,
2: you wipe out a buffalo or something, or whatever's running around. Oh, there's a, a buffalo there. there.
9: You just killed a couple <laughs> fish.
2: <laughs> well, thanks
9: for the call, Ron. I appreciate it. Yeah. Somebody could have used that tire on their truck. That was kind of rusty tire. Well, you don't know.
5: A little poor country. Rusty? But you know what? Here's the thing. This fucking exists. Giant truck tire. A mountain, a lake. Magic. Does indeed exist. We know it. We have it on video now.
7: Thank God for this video, guy. Magic does happen. Believe. It
5: does. It's literally magic. And if this thing was on a loop at a, muse- a museum, people would watch it and then shout out. They would shout out.
9: Isn't there that uh, one exhibit at, what is it, like the new museum? It's just like a slide, right?
5: Yeah, they let people slide. And there was supposed to be something else where they let people get wet somehow and then they. It's just
9: a slide. And, like, you know, people are having fun. Like, that's yeah. the exhibit. I don't see what's any different than this.
5: Well, it's really funny in my neighborhood at the playground. You can't go in there without a kid You have to have a little kid or you look like a kid toucher And I've never walked in there good cuz I don't want to fucking be like the guy walking around like Aqualung
9: It feels even weird just like walking by those places and looking in and it feel like people are
5: looking at you like why? Wow, you, well, you, you, you have that history of the why does everybody mean to Fred cuz he's moved up in management. Yeah, yeah. I think they to break yes. up my history
7: I'm proud of Fred could become a senior intern.
5: Thank you. I never thought you'd make it. I didn't think I'd make it either. But What are your plans after this year, after your senior year? Senior, I don't know. I'm thinking about backpacking, you know, for I, a year in Europe. I think you're wasting your time. I think you ought to join the military. I could see you as a Navy SEAL. Maybe it like Greenpeace
9: or something. I or... could
5: actually see you more as a zoo SEAL or an otter. That'd be a fun job. Um, here's, uh, Greg. Greg, Baltimore, you're in my fist
1: Hey, bud, I had a tire story. I was in Iraq, and, uh, we, we were in a convoy, and we stopped, and there was this little pond. And I get out, and I'm doing our thing, and I started throwing rocks across the pond, and I kept on doing it. And my buddy came over and said, dude, what the hell are you doing? I said, I'm, th- I'm throwing rocks across the pond, man. How many people can say they skip rocks in Iraq? Dude, I had, I had like, ten grown men skipping rocks in Iraq for like 10 minutes seeing how many times we can skip across the
5: How many park. times do you skip a rock? Oh,
1: I, I did it like five, six I fucking
5: crush country. you on rock skipping uh, <laughs> From growing up down on the Chesapeake Bay I spent hours and hours perfecting my rock skipping nice. Now I can skip it a lot but I can skip so fucking far in there I got like a tent a uh, Kent Decovy. I come in from the outside and low
9: Can you skip rocks? I don't know if I ever got past two what? <laughs> if
5: even that. Some people, is- if they didn't grow up around water, they don't know how to skip rocks. You don't know how to skip rocks? I don't think I've ever never skipped a rock in my life. Does he? Uh, no, mine
3: always kerplunk. Not even one skip.
5: I-, I should probably open up a fucking class in this, because I think I could teach anybody how to skip rocks. I know it's that when people can't, it's just that they're really bad mechanics.
9: Yeah, it's all in how you throw it with your arm. It's, you know,
5: you like technical. Chad Bradford it like, really... Well, it's true, but you see a lot of people, they just throw the rock, and they think, I'll throw it harder. <laughs> but I actually, I really think it could be a, a class in, in rock skipping. Night college, or community college at night. make people happy. You know, I like to talk to college kids,
7: though. Learning annex.
5: Yeah, but community colleges, are there a college. I mean, are they really college kids? You know like what adults. I'm going to do? I'm just going to make up a video and let people buy it. Oh, hey, perfect. <laughs> Put it on VHS, see who's fucking interested. <laughs> I want to rip it and torrent it. All right, Higgs, you're playing Truck Tire around the clock now. That's right. You like this better than the kid being saved by Time Cop? I think that's... Well, Time Cop involves time travel.
7: Yeah. But this is just straight crazy physics right here with Tire. I love that fucking, right before, before it hits the water, I thought it was fucking done, because you saw the big
5: dust cloud come right, up. Right, and you were that, like, you were thrilled with that. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh shit, coming back. I actually started getting excited when it made it like 15 yards. I'm like, that hasn't fucking fallen. But I also like seeing these Spanish guys just fucking hugging each other. <laughs> yeah. Seriously hugging each other like they just won the World Series. Fucking did it. We're the best people ever. We pushed a giant truck tire down a fucking mountain and into a lake.
3: Well, they work so hard to get it up to the top of the mountain. They're struggling to get it to launch.
9: I mean, it's definitely rewarding. Sure it is. It's a rewarding thing. Your hard work pays off, and you create a miracle.
5: After that, I'd like to try to teach a dog how to fly. That'd be great. We get that shit to go viral and you could definitely teach a class on that. Well, all we got to do is end it early and just say the dog kept on flying.
6: <laughs> just throw Never it off the cliff and be like, flying dog. Oh, well,
7: you'd get in trouble for that.
5: No,
6: no, no. We'd cut the video and destroy the footage. <laughs> if people had asked where the dog was, we'd say it flew away.
5: Well, I guess we got to be uh, getting ready to wrap this one up. A lot of stuff still up on the iBang today. Um... We'll have a new poll tomorrow. Anything uh, on TV tonight, Hicks? You, you watching any fucking TV these days? I kind of want to watch fucking Alcatraz. Yeah, you'll be wasting your time, but I'm not giving it up. <laughs> <Today> <laughs> I wouldn't ever talk anybody into it, but I'm going to stay until it's canceled like I normally do. <laughs> I'm do a free Alcatraz. Hashtag.
6: Tuesday night's the worst night for television, but I feel like it's the night you always ask anything on TV. Everything's the worst night for TV. I'm
5: always looking for something. Just a fucking little time for myself.
6: Thursday nights are great. Are you keeping up with House of Lies?
5: No, I haven't. I only watched the first episode. Any better?
6: I watched the second one, and for like probably two thirds, I was like, yeah, I still hate this. But then near the end, I was like, I'll watch the third. So I'll probably. The Showtime seasons aren't that long. Might as well watch the whole thing. Right.
5: Also, it's only a half hour, on, and on cable, that's... that's how either. many, like, how many shameless are there? Uh, let me... only, one. like, a dozen? On tonight, we
7: got Dancing with the Stars Result Show, NCIS, NCIS LA, 90210, Glee, and Biggest Loser.
3: I don't watch one of those fucking shows. I think that's an old schedule. Dancing with the Stars isn't on right now.
7: <laughs> ah! Oh, <laughs> Come on, I don't know about television.
5: <laughs> it Looks like we got our own time cop. His <laughs> name is TV Guide Fez. Fez that feel good? To take the guy that you're poisoning every morning and slam his face into the fucking floor.
3: I think the eggs and cheese are slowing him down. My face is fine. Well that's like you that's like a man admitting to manslaughter What you just did.
6: When <gasps> oh, you're, oh, when you're yeah. like, Yeah, I think it's the eggs and cheese, which
5: you provide for
3: him. <laughs> Which you never get. That's true. So that's the only problem you
5: have with it. Do you feel like you're giving Hicks an unhealthy diet? No, I feel
3: like I'm feeding Hicks that he probably wouldn't eat anything in the morning if I
5: didn't get... My problem is this. You're not giving this whole thing a thought. That Mm -hmm. you get into these ruts where you're doing the same thing, and maybe you shouldn't be eating a bacon, egg, and cheese every fucking morning. Stay the unions off. what if I came up with like
6: a nice menu for Hicks. I don't day. need
7: people making menus for oh me! No, it's like a prize. Bring yeah. your
6: menu in tomorrow. I we'll will. go over it. I will. You're gonna what love it, Pepper. Fuck? Pepper, you're gonna like it. You're gonna
7: put a big pile of fuck off! <laughs> no! What? Hey. what the fuck?! Why what? are you so obsessed with the way I fucking live my life?! I'm trying to help you! Fuck you! you. you. <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you, fuck Rhode Island, fuck Syracuse, <laughs> live however the fuck I want! You can go to fucking hell, you prick! <laughs>
5: What if you just had a little oatmeal or something? Eggs Benedict. probably wouldn't eat it. Ex Benedict? Seriously, he's pissed off for real. Look, do you want to keep eating your regular breakfast? You eat I, your regular I, breakfast. I, I
7: don't care. what I, You can give me nothing for breakfast. You can give me a, anything. I, I don't care. If I fucking want to eat, I'll eat. it. If not, I'll probably throw it out. But you know what? We I having, don't care. We
5: were having a great fucking day. We were, we were watching me. Truck, tire, Zito. This is why it's hard for you to make friends. He's really hates you right now. I know. He doesn't want you bringing this up on the air. Thought, American
7: Isle still on tonight. Biggest loser. Last man standing. American Experience is on PBS.
5: By the way, I'm just pointing out you ran down everything in his life. His hometown. His college.
7: Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because it's, it's bizarre that he cares so much. About your, just want to I get you good d- food. Fuck off.
5: Zitz, you're not going to be helping by doing this. You, fucking got, you got inside his personal space. Because I want you to take him out to a buffet tomorrow. I don't even want to meet him in this place. <laughs> okay. I want you to find the best buffet in town. You could also have options. You know what? There's a, the best, <laughs> right. one of the best breakfasts in town is on 57th Street. And it's uh, right next to the burger thing. In the same place is the burger joint. Make reservations, Fez, and meet Hicks there. I don't and have a lovely fucking breakfast. Oh, it seems like it's Let's a Let's do friendly. that. Sounds delightful. And then I'm gonna have a doctor meet him there and check his. Uh, what kind of things does doctors check, Fez? Like uh, uh, blood pressure, cholesterol. Uh, I didn't even know those words. I think they're gonna be high. Like me, High like me. Zets, you crossed the line with fucking Peppy Boy today. I don't know why he's so. And we were having a great fucking day. I know because you pester. You don't mean to do it, but you nag like a chick. That's fine with me. I feel. Who's that fine with
7: anyone else?
6: Okay. I don't understand why you're getting so mad. Because he
7: doesn't
5: want you. Involved you wanna run
7: my fucking life? I got I'll give you my fucking money, you can run my whole fucking five, life. Five. And it'll yes, be fucking yes I will. I, I will I Jesus age fucking Christ.
5: Pep Pep, Pe- you're upset. Let me talk to him. Zitz, even the thing that you're doing when you're yelling fine and all, it's going to go to a bad place. He's for real pissed. He's not ball busting. He doesn't want his life examined. He's like Ron Paul. Look how Fred knows to keep his mouth shut. Your problem is you have no street sense between ball busting and when someone's actually pissed. He's furious right now. Furious. Everything's fine. No. no. Fez, huh? I consider this one hundred percent your fault, just so you know. Why is it my fault? Seriously, for not fucking keeping an eye on this and making Zito bring it up. It's none of ag- Zito's business. <laughs> it's Zito's between business. Me and if- Hicks. <laughs> Be you and Zeno are sitting the fuck down and going over this, because you haven't, you get into ruts. How come you've never taken him to the Edison? Why isn't the Edison in your thing? How do you know so little about your own neighborhood here? It's a fucking redundancy that happens. It's exactly you haven't found the giant fucking truck truck. Tr- which in this case happens to be the magical fucking city of Manhattan.
7: You don't let yourself experience it. There should be a food truck called the Giant Truck Tire.
5: Anything. Find it. Move around. Get away from walking around the fucking building nervously. Get out there. Explore a little bit. Oh, Today, I was having so much fun and Zito took us to a place of such dysfunction yep I don't know what to do. I hope people go over and check this out. We're in the middle of such happiness such fucking happiness. you know what I just made up a rule no one's watching the Super Bowl now <gasps> I think a what? lot what? of the what? fuck How the that we're happen? working at there. we're cleaning out the new office no. <laughs> it's, it's new and clean now do we have to clean? this up to clean up and Fred. Yeah. Me, to be sure, you're going to be cleaning in a blindfold because oh. I don't want you looking around at anything, and I don't want you making any calls to that ex-girlfriend of yours. Oh. Everything is stopped now. Yeah. Oh well.
4: Satellite of love. Satellite of love.
5: By the way, the number of people that have gone and looked at giant uh, truck tire is unbelievable. Keep retweeting to your friends. I think it needs to be seen by people. I think this is a pay it, for it forward moment. Definitely. Well, no. I'm Johnny's giant truck tri- tire, and I gotta make him happy on a daily basis. And I'm glad to do it.
4: Alright.
5: That's it for me. After today dealing with these kids, I'm going to start drinking again. So, no, I hope everybody's happy. No, I hope everybody's happy. Don't drink. And tonight, I'm going to watch Justified and enjoy myself. Um do me a favor at your next business meeting, I want you to tell Uh, Rob, that if he needs to talk to me, be standing in front of the elevator because I can't be around my co-workers anymore. I'll do that. Their anger towards each other has seeped into me. No. No. There's no
7: seepage of anger. There's no anger.
5: There's no anger. I'll tell Cross. Hey, she went crazy fucking upset today. No, no, that's not that bad. You started clawing at the fucking bulletproof window trying to get the fucking Zito. Yeah. That's not normal? No.
7: I love to watch things on TV. He's
5: just making some new dietary restrictions for you. That's good.
7: That's I'm glad I have a life coach in Mark fucking Zito.
5: Yes. Mark fucking Zito. See how he's still doing the yes, yes stuff? He doesn't realize that he's getting himself back into it.
6: I just don't care. I don't see what he's mad about We're fucking making jokes about pancakes and stuff. I just don't care.
5: I
7: know. You're a bad. You should guy. care if
5: care. you want to be fucking friends with people. No, he's mad. Okay, and he's fucking leaving. Hope well, you're satisfied, Fez. You did it again. I didn't do
3: anything. The exactly. The body named Zeno did all this.
5: Exactly. He didn't do anything. He could have fucking made sure none of this came down. I
9: just want my best friends to be friends again. Then you know what? Stop fighting. Oh, you're me- in the middle of all this, Fred. I feel like the awkward...
5: Fred, Child. maybe if you fell and hit your head and we had to take you to the hospital, it would bring everybody in the family oh, together. Once the doctor got him, they would just fall
7: fall apart again. By the
5: way, the new intern quit. Because what happened? Oh, that's the end of my show.
7: Donk.